0: Everyone, Welcome to the Felicity Optimist versus Cynic podcast with us, your hosts, Melissa and Fish. This is a Felicity Rewatch podcast. We'll watch an episode each week and join you here to talk about it. Just a reminder, it's not a spoiler-free podcast, You know, especially as we're at the end of season one. Who knows what we'll talk about? It may, there may be things we mention that come up later in the show, and that's just how it works. So if you are spoiler-averse, just beware. I'm Melissa, and I'm here with my fabulous co-host, Fish. Fish, how are you doing today?
1: I am good today. I am confused,
0: oh. and
1: I'm looking forward to working it through <laughs> as we talk about this episode.
0: Okay, that's a good flag to plant there we're we're starting off fish is confused we'll see if we can rectify that over the course of two three five six i don't don't know how many hours we're gonna go but we'll see it ends up a
1: couple Hmm. of days we don't know
0: yeah well okay so we're talking about season one episode 22 this was the finale episode of season one it's called felicity was here original air date is may 25th 1999 and it was directed by matt reeves written by jj abrams and here's the description of it. I'll give a description then I'm going to give a quick note, uh, do a little homework up front here, a little housekeeping, just um, to, 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 to tell you what's coming up in the next few weeks for us here. So uh, the episode description is a disappointed Felicity faces the drive home to California without Noel until he unexpectedly asks her to fly to Berlin with him. She accepts, but Ben's reaction makes her rethink her plans. Meanwhile, Elena's relationship with Professor McGrath progresses along with her growing unease about the consequences of their affair. So I'm going to let Fish sit with that for a second in case perhaps that clarifies anything for her. And I just want to tell you, so we, we mentioned this at the end of the last episode, but if you didn't get, you know, two and a half, three hours deep, then let's just say upfront, okay, we're at the end of season one. Here's our plan. Next week, We're planning to do a recap episode about season one. There are some different angles that we want to cover. Um, We've got a loose plan for how we're going to do that. So we're excited about recapping season one. Then we're going to take two weeks off. So note, there will be a two week gap and then we'll pick up again with the beginning of season two. So just wanted to say that up front. I'll remind you again at the end, just so you know that that's about to happen. It's a great time to catch up on old podcast episodes from us if you haven't had a chance to hear all of them. But now that I've filibustered there for a moment, Fish. So we have the episode description that sort of sets up this this cliffhanger, this choice that Felicity has to make. They mention Elena. Don't mention Julie at all. Um, Where do you want to start in terms of looking at this episode?
1: Yeah, I'm not entirely sure how we're going to go through this one because I feel like everything except for the Elena McGrath stuff is just really interconnected. Yeah, it's really Um, woven
0: together. You're right about that.
1: And I guess the Megan stuff.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well... Is there, for, well, first I want to ask you a question. So you say you're upfront, like you're just confused. Is there any one thing in particular that's sticking out at you that's like uh, the point of confusion for you or the point of you're not sure which side you're coming down on?
2: Um, yeah, I... I'm not sure about...
1: Ben or Noel, although I have a direction that I'm definitely leaning toward.
0: What direction are you leaning?
1: Noel. Okay. Like hard. Okay. But, but there's just some stuff about Ben. So part of what's confusing me about this episode is I feel like Ben has multiple personalities. Mm. And like we had this sort of like sweet, sexy Ben, right? Mm -hmm. And then he just goes nutsoid. And then all of a sudden we have this like giggly child like Ben. And I'm like, who is this guy? Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Like what version of him am I supposed to be working with here? Because if it was the earlier Ben, I'd be like, go with Ben. And if it was the Ben he's been up until... I don't know this last episode. Like I'm still I I'm still wouldn't be like hundred percent one way or the other.
2: Yeah. But
1: like I, I mean, ultimately it comes down to the way Felicity feels,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but you know, they're still having to get rid of this whole love spell issue at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of this maybe world versus what she knows exists with Noel. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean yeah. a lot of it is just I don't know. Um yeah. I'm also I was we already stopped in several times and talked about this. But um yeah I'm having major issues with the music.
0: Yeah issues that I do not have. So it's gonna be interesting to to unpack this. I think though it's it's um. I'm really glad to get your take up front, and I think because some of this is pulling from what we've seen up until this point, I let let's look at that briefly. So I think one thing about Ben and something about Noel as well, but some one thing about Ben is that the Ben that we've seen who was having a crisis around his gambling, I think that that Ben uh got to relax when the gambling debt was taken away and so i think what we're meant to be seeing now and this is part of this is part of this being a show that's not all about ben's gambling right so the he there that was a story similar to you know the whole thing that they had to do with the rape plot line for julie There are some episodes where we're very heavily into that, but if you get a couple episodes away from that, it's part of her existence and it's part of her story, but it's not something that we're focusing on very much. And they're kind of giving her room to be other things. Now in Julie's case, they put her into more heavy storylines with the birth parents or the birth mom storyline, but with Ben, it looks like what they've gotten back to is actually the, what Ben looks like when he's in the chase. Uh, This is kind of how he was when he was trying to hook Julie. And, you know, he was, he was flirty and he was like, asking the tough questions and he was like, you're avoiding me and aren't you? And she's like, yeah, kind of. Like a lot of that is very echoed here in this, in this episode. So I think I sort of take, the gambling storyline and all the intensity that came with that. And I have to put it in the same bucket as the storyline they they gave Julie around the rape, and for me. And with the null stuff, I'm kind of glad that they gave some lines for Felicity to say, at least to Sally here, where she's saying she does still care about Noel because I was just listening back to, you know, we're, we've we been about a week ahead with our recording of the, of these podcast episodes. And so I was just looking back at what I was saying in the connections episode around how like red hot mad I was at the scene that they did where, um, or whatever episode it was, where we were talking about the the conversation Felicity and Noel had, where he's like, I can't go to uh, the road trip anymore. And she was just kind of like, yeah, whatever, see you later. Um, And I was like, she doesn't care about him that little. So I was glad in this episode that they kind of undid that a little, and they were at least having her tell Sally she cares about him. Um, She still hasn't really said it to his face, but she's she's feeling that way so it made the decision between these two boys more realistic to me so that 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 kind of I guess brings us up to speed on my thoughts leading into this but I don't know what do you think um
1: I don't know maybe maybe getting into the first scene will help a little bit because Mm -hmm. it'll clarify some of the things that I'm confused about um so we end the last episode with them having this almost kiss.
2: hmm
1: And we open up uh, with this episode with Felicity looking kind of, I thought she looked really shell-shocked. Yeah. And she's just staring at Ben and you know, Danny stacking has to kinda, Well, or not stacking oh, cookies. Yeah. Um Danny mm-hmm. has to come over and say hey you know I'm really really sorry but please do your job yeah. um
0: Danny is the apologetic assistant manager all over the place in yeah. this first scene he's apologizing to <laughs> Felicity he's apologizing to Ben but at mm-hmm. least at the very least he's effective with Felicity he gets her to start stacking her heart cookies again boy was that well, she on the nose
1: at least one yep that just we picked saw. up the one
0: heart cookie <laughs> with the tongs
1: and then went back to staring at Ben um mm-hmm but she's talking about how the stupid love spell kind of worked. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, we all know my feelings after the last episode on the whole love spell thing. Um, Not a fan. So she's getting back to this place where she's starting to have feelings for Ben again, maybe. And she says they're like the ones that she had in high school, although I don't know that I really fully believe that because, you know, I do think that she has changed over this year. and i'm yeah. I'm going to be interested to to talk about that as we go on.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But she knows Ben um, and you know she's she's just wondering, like, did this even happen? Did this almost kiss even? happen or was it all in my head I don't know what's going on I don't know how to feel and I love the moment when then Ben Ben comes over and is like did that almost kiss happen um so it's just sort of underlining the issue that yeah it really happened and
0: and they're both thinking about it they're both having an inner we're not hearing Ben's inner monologue but he's having one because Mm -hmm. he initiates this conversation and they're both having this lingering look across Dean and DeLuca. So, you know, we're not hearing his inner thoughts, but I, I would assume they're there.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then
1: they both kind of believe that it's just gonna, it's going to be complicated. It's going to wreck a bunch of stuff. I mean, if the two of them get together and I mean, it seems about right, you know, their group of friends, is two couples Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you know uh and elena uh and maybe richard um so you know that's that's kind of a blow to the group um it's going to be interesting to see how all of them work through this so
0: yeah uh, they're certainly setting up a complexity amongst the group, regardless of the choice that she makes. I mean, I think it's like they—they they have made it so that there is absolutely no clean exit strategy for Felicity from this. <laughs> regardless, we'll certainly look at that as we get further into the episode with you know the the actions Julie takes because she's start raving mad. I mean, she's just so so pissed, um, and so she, she
1: has every right to be.
0: Yeah yeah I, mean, I don't know I have some her com-
1: boyfriend and her best friend
0: yeah I have some complex feelings about that uh right.
2: we'll get to myself
0: this I think uh Julie can't be entirely on her high horse on this one though she she is absolutely right to feel not okay about it but she actually knew that Felicity liked Ben well before she got it <laughs> into a relationship with him so I don't know Fair, I always have a Felicity... problem when people get really territorial about relationships with uh, people who other friends had kind of claimed first. Um, so,
1: but come on. I mean, there's a difference between saying I had a crush on this guy and then Felicity gave her the complete okay to go ahead. She's Mm. been dating him for what? Seven months now. And Felicity is with another person.
0: Like, yeah, Yes, I see. I absolutely see your point with this, but also it wasn't just a mild crush from Felicity. Felicity literally crossed the country to be near this guy. So like, should she, I don't know. Yes, she's been in a relationship for a while, but, uh, Is, was this ever out of the realm of possibility? Not to me. (laughs) Like, Julie Julie started, and for as much empathy as Julie has had in so many different scenes and in so many situations this year where she's read between the lines, how, like, how many times did Felicity say, no, it's okay, not really meaning it? You know, like, and we could see that as the audience, but Julie was choosing not to, I don't know. I think, yeah, there's been a a while here where Felicity has been in the relationship with Noel, but Ben was never out of her life. So I feel like, yeah, Mm -hmm. Julie's right to be upset about it, but also she, she planted herself firmly in a situation where this could happen, um, I
1: don't know. Yeah, we may have this was to a risk. to disagree on that one. I think I I don't know. Do we want to just go down that path right now?
0: Well, no. Let's look. Let's keep looking back at the first scene, and then we'll come back to that fight, that big argument we're going to have yeah. later. Because, um, because, yeah. yeah. Uh, so. so so I think you pretty accurately did that setup there. There are a couple other things about that opening scene. I actually kind of feel like it was a two-part opening scene because Felicity is leaving basically two tapes for Sally or she's leaving a well, part one and a part two, I'm coming back to it, tape for Sally. So in Dean and DeLuca, you know, we're getting this whole like, hey, here's how I'm feeling thing that's going on where she's telling us about, her inner in monologue about the almost kiss moment. We've got the first occurrence of Ravel's Valera, which I know you loved, um, <laughs> that's happening in the background. And this is sort of just the, the, an earlier part of the song where it's still building. And we're getting a look at Ben sweeping and we're seeing his new haircut and we're getting all the, you know, Danny trying to get his, his workers to work thing, apologetically. Um, so we're, we're getting all of that. And then we head to what I think of as like part 1A of the opening, where now we're back in Felicity's dorm room. She's on her bed. Like we've seen so many times, this sort of silhouette version of Felicity up against her shades, um, leaving the rest of her tape for Sally, where she's talking a little bit more about the situation we see her slow-mo she's putting on the necklace that ben had given her after the robbery in that episode and um and i also thought it was interesting because i guess they needed a prop to show us the necklace so they gave her like a a necklace hanger with one hook a very lovely one it felt like she had gone out she had this I don't know, maybe she had that hook before with the old necklace that got stolen. Um, but it was a very, like, here's the necklace kind of a moment. And, um, and then we see her check out the closet with the list of people who had lived in her room before. And all of that kind of happens under the tape and the slow-mo. Uh, so that's, to me, like the, the beginning of the episode where we're just setting everything up.
1: Yeah. And I don't have any problem with Bolero at this moment. I think it's actually really kind of nice. Um, You know, it's the start of something new. Like when I hear Bolero at the beginning, I tend to think of, you know, this is the start of something new and it's going to kind of build up and it's almost, it almost feels like you can track Bolero over a day and have it be like morning through, you know, whenever you're, um, doing your most important tasks and things like that. Um, and it just sort of, I I like it. Um, and I like it for this idea of, of Ben and Felicity being new, you know, just they're, they're kind of starting something and they had an almost kiss and all right, like, we don't know where it's going, but Something is starting. Um, Well, I
0: have a slightly different take on what Bolero means. I think I agree with that take, but the, the take that I have makes it a far more, I think, apt metaphor for the kiss moment too, which is when I think of the song Bolero, I think of a song that's just like crescendo from beginning to end. It's a build. It's a song that builds all the way through in a way that's almost impossible. You would think it would be impossible to sustain, something that's just a constant build, but that's what the song does. It's, it's a like you use the word build. And I absolutely think of this as the song as a metaphor for a crescendo, for a build. So I don't think of Felicity and Ben as being new. I think that they've been building the whole season. They started in a place where it was She had feelings that were really unwieldy and it wasn't evenly matched. But I think if you consider that their starting point, I think of the whole season as a build, not this episode. Um, And then I think in this episode, there's a build that's happening as well because we see Valero in those moments where Ben is approaching Felicity. Um, But for me, this song, it works as a metaphor more than it were, like, I think there are song choices that maybe would have been more on the nose in terms of like lyrics, but the metaphor of it for me is more appropriate than anything else. And I think that works with the fact that they had the first occurrence of this be the soft version of it, like the the early part of the song where, you know, everybody's dazed and they're just kind of getting into it it's a little oboe going. Um, they're going to use sort of more emphatic parts of the song a little bit later, but they're trying to do a build here too. So I don't know. I think you're in a camp that's got really good company in it. I think there's a lot of, I remember at one point looking at a couple of the scenes from this episode on YouTube and there were people who were complaining about the song choice, but um. I've always liked it.
1: So I agree. I think, you know, that, that kind of is what Bolero is, right? It's that sustained build. But for me, I mean, I guess I kind of get where they were going with this. Um, if, you, if you take a step back and you say, okay, you know, they've, they've been building to a relationship, although I certainly wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't consider them, sort of building to a relationship throughout the season in the way that Bolero builds, right? Because he, Mm -hmm. it's specifically very simple and repetitive and it just builds and builds and builds. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Whereas their relationship, I think, has been all over the place. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you want...
0: Especially after the paper rewriting incident, I think that was... That was probably a big downside for them.
1: Yeah. So for me, it, it's not great, I think, even on a thematic level for the season. But for this episode, I could see it, you know, you're building to this point where she has to make a decision. Fine. But even in, you have to step back to experience that, right? And mm-hmm. for me, if I'm building to a moment between these two people, the moment that the first moment that I'm building to is their kiss, and for me, having the kiss be sort of mid bolero, it's just so anticlimactic. Even within the song bolero, it's not the you know the end. Um, so feeling that as like. A passionate kiss that is going to, you know, make her think differently and make this choice with Noel be hard. Like I needed more from that moment. Well, I also don't think that kiss
0: is a climax, although it really affects me. (laughs) I will say, I I think it's a good kiss, but I don't think that was the be all end all I think that that what I think that what we're seeing is a Ben who is thrilled by the chase we saw him do that with Julie and we're seeing it here and a kiss isn't the end goal the end goal is get this girl to go on a road trip with you um you know like he if that is even the end goal, but I think, you know, maybe there's a goal beyond that, but I think he's looking for this experience. And I think so much of what we're seeing in this episode is him pulling out all the stops to woo to woo her, um, to be charismatic and to get her to rethink her choice around Noel. And, um, I I think the the kiss for me isn't a final thing. It's like a, this is a step on the journey to taking the road trip together.
1: Then, then I would say just for me that they they failed in conveying that through mm-hmm. the music because the music doesn't swell and you know and and get to its ending slash climax, at the moment where he, you know, comes in and says, this is why you should be with me, Mm -hmm. and come with me. And it's like this grand romantic gesture that makes you feel all these things. And it it just didn't do that. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to build to that moment, fine, build to that moment. But they didn't. Mm -hmm. And in in the failure of doing that, I wanted a whole lot more from this kiss. Hmm. Because we've seen, you know, Noel and Felicity kissing. We've seen Ben and other women kissing. We just, I mean, this is a moment. The first kiss is a moment of, you know, and I'm assuming whether it's at the start of the season or later on, you know, Felicity and Ben are going to get together at some point, right? And this is the first kiss. And for me, a first kiss like that around a a major relationship within the show is not a mid bolero moment Mm -hmm. and so i wanted i wanted something really like sexy in that moment and it's so sad for me because the the music that's going on when felicity um goes to see noel tempted by another i mean yes. I mean, the lyrics are very clear, but the song is also sexy. And it's like, oh, you gave me this mid-Bolero nothing for Ben, and now you're giving me this for Noel? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm very, I guess, in tune with the music. it aff- music affects my mood a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I just, what I did is I actually, I actually made Melissa stop um the the show and put it on mute and watch the first kiss again and so we tried to do that and failed because Melissa started singing partway through it thanks for that
0: um yeah and <laughs> like, I think I chose I kissed a girl and I liked it by Katy Perry yes. uh
1: um, yeah. Demi Lovato but yes
0: oh is it Demi Lovato for sure
1: huh. um
0: well
1: all right I could be wrong
0: well that's um, one of the two <laughs> That's the or song not. anyway. Maybe, maybe we're both wrong.
2: Um,
1: um, so yeah. I, and, but, but we did eventually, <laughs> after, <laughs> after seeing it about five times, we did eventually manage to get like a mute moment. And it is a great kiss. It yeah. is absolutely ruined for me. By by Bolero being there.
0: Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. For me, for me, it is the perfect musical choice under it. But I'm curious because you're not. I know you're not alone in your take. So I am curious among the people who listen to this podcast. Uh, how do you all feel about this moment, this song? That you know, like, what you, did it kill the vibe or did it enhance the vibe for you? I don't know. Um, interested to get more of a sample size here because. Fish and I are coming down on completely different sides of this. So again,
1: very surprising.
0: Uh, That's hardly ever happens. I don't, Mm -hmm. I almost never happened in the history of our show. Um, But yeah, well, let's see. I mean, I do think it's interesting to try to cover this episode because really that is the next thing that happens between Ben and Felicity.
1: I did just want to say, I didn't know that Felicity hadn't been wearing the necklace that Ben gave they her. They didn't
0: really make much of a point of that. They didn't show yeah. her not wearing it, or they didn't purposely try to show her not wearing it. And I imagine that if we looked back now at the episodes before, which I wasn't doing as we were going through, but I guess if she ever has a non-sweater V-neck kind of day, we would see what she was wearing or not wearing. But they make it a really big point to give us the necklace and watch her, you know, have us watch her putting it on, and Ben's noticed. So I guess you know that's something that they wrote in, regardless. Um, But we certainly haven't been, you know, especially if if you're the fashion the fashion eye on the between the two of us, and you haven't been noticing the necklace. um, You know, we're meant not to be noticing it, I guess, during that Mm -hmm. that gap. But she's wearing it again now. Um,
1: It is not lost on Ben. But so she puts the necklace on and. The, um, I want to come back to sort of the whole way this episode is shot and, and all of that, which I think we can, we can hit on when we talk about the ant farm, but I, I just want to say that I like, I really liked it. Um, there's
0: very, a lot of new stuff that they did and like a lot of really creative camera work I found. Mm-hmm.
1: So I think, you know, if we keep going though, the, the next scene has Julie in it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we go from this um, moment of consideration, discussion with Ben to back to the Dear Sally tape and kind of she sort of is going between, I think, these different moments throughout the episode. So she's got her kind of following one thread you know, is it Ben or Noel? What are the consequences for everyone? And then she's got these scenes in between where she's cleaning up her room or she's traveling around the city, sort mm-hmm. of uh, preparation moments. So mm-hmm. she, she kind of goes back and forth, and then she has another people moment with, with Julie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Julie is – she's really – upset we'd already seen that earlier she's been crying she's trying to to get through the breakup and she's got a task for felicity you know felicity is trying to say "Mm, i felt something you know i'm i'm she's thinking in her head i'm gonna break girl code if i end up on this trip with ben and And Julie's like, oh, no, 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 you have to go because I think there's someone else. You know, guys Mm -hmm. just don't break up with you. They don't give you that line of I want to be alone unless they're, they mean the exact opposite.
0: Yeah, unless there's another Um, prospect.
1: (laughs) So here is where I think we see for the first time, maybe the first time, uh, something that Felicity has really learned. She doesn't blurt out immediately what she is thinking. Mm -hmm. which is, it's me. It's me. I'm the person.
0: I don't even know in this moment if, because at this point in the episode, all we've seen is the cookie stacking, the did we have an almost kiss moment that this is going to get complicated. I, I, I think she's still a little dazed about what is going on here. Um, I think she has a sense of the the feelings that it's stirring up in her, but I think it's really early days to be having a conversation with Julie about like
1: yeah, but something that has, that's so
0: unformed.
1: Yeah. But that has never stopped Felicity before. Yeah. It hasn't
0: stopped Felicity before.
1: what <laughs> so, I'm saying, she's learned something. She has changed throughout the year. She does not go, she doesn't sit there in the middle of, of Julie's, you know, breakup talk and say, I think we had an almost kiss and i'm not sure how i feel about it mm-hmm. she's like oh there are going to be consequences to that like julia's not going to be happy about this and she keeps her mouth shut so you know yeah. applause to felicity
0: yeah she needs and she felicity needs to figure out what else going on here uh <laughs> so maybe do that first before thinking about d- informing others um yeah. but i uh, and This is a scene, once again, where we see food eating slash not eating happening. Uh, This is not something anybody is tracking except for me, but I'm here to tell you, I am your food correspondent on this show. Um, Julie is eating an orange, I think. Uh, Could be Clementine, thinking it's an orange. Um, She's eating it. We see an orange that's mostly just a peel at this point. <laughs> she's been eating her orange. Meanwhile, Felicity has a bowl of cereal that she's basically u- just using the spoon to push the cereal around the bowl for the whole scene. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure we ever see her bring the spoon to her mouth.
1: Yeah, and it makes a noise in the bowl, which means <laughs> she either doesn't have any milk in there
0: mm-hmm.
1: or they have some really unrealistic cereal because it would be mush.
0: Well, that, that can happen. The cereal can become mush. No problem. It can, that's the cereal's job.
1: It. We yeah. hear it move around <laughs> in, the, in the styrofoam bowl as she's pushing it around yeah. with her fork. There is a distinct dry cereal sound yeah. <laughs> coming out.
0: Yeah. So, you know, that's the thing that nobody wanted my take on, but that's it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's didn't the scene. actually
1: give us your take, though. You just sort of said what happened.
0: I Did just said what really happened. Mad. I mean, how do I feel about it? I feel like it's hysterical to me. It's so <laughs> funny. Like the things <laughs> that actors do to not have to consume mass quantities of food in an episode. <laughs> like, it's always fascinating to me how they can make it. I mean, I'm sure the majority of the people watching this are like, yeah, she's had a bowl of cereal. I'm like, no, she's not. <laughs> um. Because unless you're really looking for it. She she gave it, you know, she even gave it like the like twisting up of the mouth as if she's chewing, but she wasn't. Mm-hmm. She wasn't chewing anything. Um I love it. It it, I it mean, brings it, me it much more. Yeah. yeah. I yeah.
1: didn't notice it until you you pointed it out. See. And then I was like, oh yeah.
0: That's what happens. But but Julie, God bless her, she's just going for that orange. Um so yeah. But that, that's not the point of this scene. The point of this scene <laughs> is what you said, which is Julie kind of throws, she, she raises the stakes a bit. She's saying, Hey, Felicity, I want you to help me. I'm enlisting you to help me figure out who the other woman is. So you have to go on this road trip in order to do that. And she's like, Ooh, right. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> the point of the episode of the scene. I just, you know, saw something else. Uh <laughs> And then let we leave Felicity for a moment. We have the scene with Ben and Julie in the loft in his apartment. It's awkward.
1: Yeah, it's awkward. and I I really felt this scene. You know, she's moving out and she's got, you know, him standing there saying, you know, come back when you want keep the keys, you know, you're coming back. And, you know, she's just, she's handed him stuff. She's like, no, don't call me. Like he, this, this part is, is building to me. So like, I'm okay with the Bolero metaphor here because, you know, first we see Felicity and Ben not knowing what's going on. Then we have Felicity finally learning to keep her mouth shut. And there's a reason she's keeping her mouth shut, because she knows it's going to hurt Julie. And this heart-wrenching scene with Julie, where she's just really hurt, and this a-hole is telling her, basically, I mean, not only did she have to break up with herself, Mm -hmm. he's now like semi, what, trying to get her back, back but i mean if she had turned around and said okay i'm not going anywhere he's still going after felicity at that point so wait wait,
0: wait you saw him trying to get her back in this scene yeah he's well i mean he's
1: saying he knows she's leaving so then he feels safe enough to say stuff like come back when you want like you know you're coming back what like they're gonna live with each other now that they're broken up like no that's oh just,
0: no i totally did not read mood. that level into this at all oh. i think he was finding things to say in the moment whether they were the right things or not i don't think they he were wants not her the right
1: things. at all oh, i don't i don't think he wants her back that's what i'm saying he doesn't want her back but he's saying these things mm-hmm. like that would be encouraging her to come back like
0: quote come back Multiple I think he's times. like fast forwarded into the let's be friends thing, but she's not, she's no. in the breakup. Like he was, a it's been, it's really easy for him to be in a be friends thing because he didn't have to do any of the heavy lifting here, but she's not there. She's broke. She is feeling the breakup, not the let's be yeah. friends of it all. Um, and that's so what I is think
1: so hurtful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think this is the stuff like, in a way I'm seeing a little bit shades of, even in how you and I are thinking about it, I'm seeing kind of shades of how we saw Ben with Felicity earlier in the season where like, for example, there was a scene, it was so, it was such a small thing, but they were in the mail room and he like put his hand on her shoulder and she like physically shuddered <laughs> like her whole body felt it. And you were like, he's just, he's just her, like, he's not thinking of it that way. He's just being a friend. He, this is how he is as a friend. And for her, she's feeling it in a very different way. In a way, I almost feel like it's the same thing here with Julie, where it's like, he's just doing the friend thing. And like, it's not the time, but he's kind of unaware of the impact he's, or he's liking the impact. I don't know. Cause I think at the time when we were talking about it, you were saying he kind of likes the impact he has on Felicity. I think he was being kind of oblivious to like these little touch moments that he had with her having a real impact on her. And this lines, like, you know, you know, you'll be back kind of thing. Like, I feel like he was just, it's coming from the same place of like, we're friends now. I think we're friends and not really getting the full weight of what she's feeling. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I'm,
1: I'm on the fence with that one. I, I,
0: so I think, I'm seeing a lot of consistency between Ben right now and Ben from maybe, what, mid-season and earlier. Um, yeah, I
1: I don't know that I'm buying a, a lot of that part. Because, okay, so there's a couple of different scenes that you were talking about with Felicity. One was when he just puts his hand on her, right, in the, in the mailroom.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that, I was like, okay, he's just... He's a touchy-feely kind of guy and he does that. Fine. Mm-hmm. But then there was a scene later where he reaches past her um to open the door when mm-hmm. she's they're together in, in an apartment. And at that point I was like, okay, he knows what he's doing there. Like that's a move. Mm-hmm. And he is starting to feel some things and, you know, that that was different.
2: Um yeah.
1: but if you've been dating someone for this long, and you just broke up. I mean, he's oblivious, but nowhere did we see them have a friend conversation.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: she was very clear that, like, again, you're a coward. Like, yeah, it was really interesting or, or you know, interesting how you, or what was it she said? It, was, it must have been really hard not to use those exact words. Mm -hmm. when they were talking about breaking up with each other I mean everything about her is saying I'm hurt stop it like he keeps saying come back and she's like here's your keys Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you know and he's like I'll call you and she's like don't call me Mm -hmm. like you know there's there's oblivious and then there there's oblivious as a friend and then there's I we've been dating for months like yeah but to take some responsibility here
0: you would think but I can tell you from personal experience that I broke up with somebody that I was I was living in his house and he thought that I would continue to live there after the breakup he actually thought that so (laughs) I'm kind of like this is not out of the realm of like Uh, yes but I also
1: don't like him so yes
0: yes. (laughs) I mean that's fair I think there's a lot of caveats there's (laughs) a lot of lack of context that I just provided but I do think that the the idea that Ben is Even when we were looking back at some of those scenes with Felicity from way earlier, I was pissed because I was feeling very protective of Felicity and is like, he should understand what he's doing to her and you're like, he's a guy, he's stupid, he doesn't. And now it's like, you're feeling protective of Julie. And I'm saying the things you were saying. (laughs) Like, he's a guy and he's being... He's being all, and and it, and maybe it's not even just that he's a guy. He's the guy who lost feeling first with her. You know, like he's, he's, he didn't do, he didn't execute the breakup, but he was, he was broken up with her in his mind well before that conversation happened possibly. So for him, this is not something he's grieving or even really registering as much as she is. And um, for me, the way you're reacting to this is how I felt in defense of Felicity at the time when he was doing those little put the hand on the shoulder things. And I was like, ah, this man, doesn't he realize what he's doing? Well, if he didn't, then maybe he doesn't now.
1: And and maybe he doesn't, but I guess my view is there are societal norms Mm -hmm. and I feel like there's a big difference between, you know, Putting one friendly hand on a girl who, yes, has a crush on you and and acting like this around someone who is physically moving out of your place, who you have been dating for months and months. Like there is a you should have some sense of you have been dating this person, you've been living together like maybe, and, and I'm not saying it's out of character for him necessarily to be doing this. I'm just saying like on a societal level, like, like people the are stop certain, doing
0: this. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah,
1: this is I mean, not okay. Yeah. Um, I, I think mean, it I, is okay to be a, like a little extra friendly if the other person doesn't tell you not to, but, but this, this is just not okay.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I think and, that, and that's really like looking at a couple lines really carefully, right? I think that he, he he's very much like, oh, just keep the key. You know you're going to be back, um, this sort of stuff. And and she has to really make that break. And she's like, you know what? Um, don't call. Don't call me. I don't want to have to look forward to a conversation that's as awkward as this. And we're really feeling the, the tension and the awkwardness. And in it. it's, it's interesting. I think it's good acting, right? Because we this episode... We are seeing a lot of really quiet scenes with a lot of internal thought happening with various characters. It's not action heavy. It's very like quiet moments between people, a lot of whispering and this scene feels palpably more awkward than any other scene. Yeah. So they, they did the task, you know, like this was the assignment. And boy, did they make it work! Uh, it, it was very, very awkward. Two, one thing I wanted to, two things I wanted to mention that I liked, and it's not just about this scene, but it kind of happens in this scene. It feels very accurate to what the end of a school year feels like in college. There were a couple things that were happening all the way through. So one is people keep mentioning next year, and. It's in almost every scene. Somebody's like, okay, next year you're gonna be back here. Next year where you're gonna be living next year. And I feel like that's the kind of conversations you're having at this point, where it's like you're making those plans already. And next year is basically three months away. So you're, you know, you've got summer plans and then you've got what happens next year at college plans. And I liked that that kind of kept coming up and it happens in this scene. One other thing that doesn't really happen in this scene, but happens everywhere else is we're seeing the slow emptying of rooms. And every time you keep going back into Felicity's room or into Julie's room, you're seeing a room that has just a little less stuff than it did before. And that's what's happening. They're packing. They're, they're emptying out these spaces gradually. And so it. these things felt very true to me to what that experience would be.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think this, the way they shot this whole episode, I, I love how they bring it together right at the end. Where Felicity talking about the ant farm um, and so you do see a whole bunch of shots of you know more and more empty rooms you know it's It's very bare minimalist. people are packing, and you see the the beautiful woodwork and it gives it you know this brown this warm brown tone through most of it and you know i just loved the way that they did that and there are just certain shots uh and moments that i think um they were really beautiful in this episode um i think maybe i'll just talk about them more as as we get toward them because but but overall i just want to say I really really like how they they set everything up the sets Oh, the sets for this whole show, I think, are just really on point. At any moment in time, whether it's supposed to be Megan's room or you know crazy Estonian slash Russian vending machines, or like they just do such a great job.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Except for with one, a couple of
0: caveats. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with basically everything in Noel's room. And, and the bike helmet the room
1: and the freaking bike helmet.
0: Yeah, I think uh, congratulations that designer for everything but those two things. Yeah. Um. Yep. Yeah. So okay. Well, if that
1: bike helmet is back next season. I might just have to quit.
0: Oh
1: ah ah nobody
0: wants that. Nobody <laughs> wants that. ah okay? the I don't remember if there's a bike helmet but we're gonna find out and either way I'm making you I'm making you continue to do this because what's what's a Melissa fish podcast without a fish I don't know <laughs> um,
1: all of a sudden Melissa takes to YouTube and just sits there with an actual fish
0: yeah I don't know I'd have to figure out something but it's not that's not a world we're going to live in ever so okay um <laughs> We have, before we get to the next scene that's really, so the next thing we actually see is an Elena moment, so do you want to skip over that to talk about all the Elena stuff at one time, or do you want to I don't
1: know, maybe we just keep going, because why not, because we've got this you know, there there, she's, Julie walks out the door and says don't call me, and then all of a sudden bam, new moment
0: yeah to the show's credit (laughs) nobody (laughs) I can't imagine that anybody actually wanted to see Elena and McGrath getting busy. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. they made a real point at the end of a recent episode to have a fade out as they leaned in for the kiss. They didn't show us the kiss. They got them an inch apart and they were like, we're going to stop here because we know.
1: (laughs) Yeah. yeah and this was enough i mean
0: yeah i
1: i mean this really hit me because i didn't know what was coming and we see elena you know up on like laying in bed up on one um like elbow looking at someone on the other side of her bed and i was like oh did felicity sleep over no felicity did not sleep over elena slept over
2: the grass
0: Ooh. or maybe they were in a hotel i don't know where they were but they were somewhere and elena was wearing a i did notice she's wearing a nightgown She was looking sexy uh and it was purple it was purple yep i did notice this outfit and uh oh god she's looking out the window <laughs> It's just so unpalatable. Um, and he, and wakes then he up. Yeah, and, and he's looking and kind of grody, just kind of in bed. Yeah. Know.
1: It was not sexy. It was not, not
0: sexy. And they sexy. have no words exchanged. They're just looking at each other. Now, an important thing does happen in this scene where she's just before he's woken up, she's rifling through the papers that are on the table the the paper you know the student papers that had been submitted for a grade and he has graded hers and there is a b minus on it and then she looks over and he wakes up and i shuddered all over in a disturbed way um (laughs) i don't know look if there are any like mcgrath elena stands like if there was a ship name for this at the time even though we were calling it ships um (laughs) maybe there's somebody out there that's like eGraph, <laughs> graph <laughs> fan forever i don't know or like McElena. Uh <laughs> if there are McLena stands out there i guess make yourself known if you feel comfortable to do it we'll be we will be respectful
1: <laughs> i mean <Marissa laughs> i might be
0: i want to know your thoughts I want to know why you like it. <laughs> you like it. Talk to me about what makes you feel warm and fuzzy about this relationship. Because I gotta say, it's like this show knew they refuse to show us any. Like they just get us about an inch apart, and then they just show us them all the way apart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's like thank you because I didn't need more. I did no. not need more than that. Nope. Um.
2: Not
1: at all. So. We are both having similar reactions of like skeevy, like upper back shivering.
0: I don't even know what exactly why, because, well, I mean, there are a lot of really good reasons why, but I don't know that I'd feel that way. I mean, I think there's there are shows that could do a professor-student relationship and I'd be okay with and it. Half. And have, yeah. like I mean, not okay with it, but like not this watched so through slits in your fingers kind of <laughs> feeling yeah. you know like something about yeah. this
1: yeah <laughs> yes. and I think it's him it's just you know ah uh, he's so gross
0: yeah there's it's, nothing appealing I about can't think thing. it's her because we, we're gonna see her in other relationships in this show and I think she's really attractive and she's awesome and she's got great chemistry with a lot of the people that that she interacts with on the show yeah. so, gotta be him I don't know it's <sighs> gotta be him. um
1: yeah anyway
0: that's almost it's as much up. time as I can give this yeah,
1: um, I'm ready to move on
0: yeah let's let's talk about the mailroom huh yeah uh Cut to the mailroom, cut to Felicity in the mail room, and then Noel comes up.
2: Yeah.
1: And um he just says, come with me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And she's like, I can't. And he's like, Oh no, 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 just for the two weeks that you were gonna spend with Ben. So that's not at all, but he actually doesn't say it in any kind of weird, desperate way um
0: but he does make it a point to say the two weeks that you would have been with men yes
1: he does he does say that
0: that was Um, that was a writing moment that was like the writers need us to know that there's a either or
1: yeah i agree with that because it didn't seem like it came from a place of jealousy He, he i think at this point he's pretty sure that they're together ish i mean they keep saying almost girlfriend, almost boyfriend or whatever. And
0: well, see, this is the tricky part because what we know from Felicity talking to Sally is very different from what we've seen Felicity say to Noel. So I don't know how he could feel confident in this moment in the relationship, but because he has said, I love you to her. He he, he uses the word love in multiple contexts in this episode. Yep. She has yet to say it to him, though she has said it in the documentary that she didn't know he watched. And she says, she has said it, she says it in a tape to Sally. She's like, cause after he, he invites her to go to Berlin and he's got these tickets. She's like, who would say no to, you know, a trip to Berlin with a guy you love, who's your almost boyfriend. She has not said those words, any of those words to Noel. No. So no. where does he, end the, la- you know, when we did see her talking with him, where he was like, Oh, it turns out I can't do that road trip. She was unreactive except saying, well, you know, you're not going to lose me. Well, Mm -hmm. that's not okay. You're not going to lose me. Isn't saying, here's what you have. You have like a person who loves you. You have a girlfriend, you have an almost girlfriend. All of that stuff is in her monologue for her as far as we have seen. So I don't know. I don't know what he thinks they are right now. I think that he has been very clear with his feelings about her. And the only thing that he knows about her feelings about him was something she thought was private.
1: Yeah, but I think he bought it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's gone out on a limb, I guess, and ordered these tickets. Now he did make them refundable. Yeah. So that, because he's, you know, he's not sure she's going to say yes. And I, I feel like, the idea of her not saying yes is um, wouldn't be about another guy in his head at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like she wants to say yes. And this is something that drives me a l- more than a little bit crazy about her throughout this episode. Like we know that Felicity is impulsive. And it's like she, you know, she wants to say no to ben because of the almost kiss and then he you know says something and she feels something and then she wants to say yes to him and then noel comes up and she wants to say yes to him and then ben comes up and she wants to say yes to him and it's like figure out what you think outside of the moments
0: yeah (laughs) she is really torn and i i I don't know exactly how much time elapses from the beginning of this episode to the end. I'm not really sure. Is it over a week? Is it over like a couple of days? Like what? what, I I don't know.
1: There were what like two days left and she was starting to pack her bag. Okay. At the beginning.
0: This is a lot of, okay. This is a lot of interactions then for that amount of time. Um, These guys are coming on really strong.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, (laughs) I, I mean, I thought the two of them were going to show up at the same time at one point.
0: Yeah, well, they leave at the same time at one point. That was awkward. Um, but yeah, that's a lot for the a number, This the sheer volume of scenes that she has with all these people. That's a lot of social interactions um, where they're putting some pressure on her. So, okay, okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I think, we're absolutely meant to feel the push and pull of it all. Um, the Noel versus Ben argument rages on for a reason. I mean, I think that Noel. I mean, we're certainly going to see more at the end of this episode that would push even more people into the Noel category, but I, you know, they're giving us very different dynamics between in, in each of these relationships for her. And so it's not apples to apples at all. This is her trying to figure out what, what's the right experience to have. And I think Noel represents a certain stability. I mean, he's been there and they've had a relationship and yeah, I think there's just a fundamental stability there that, is an appeal and this stuff with ben Ben's coming on so strong here
2: they're both
1: coming on really strong
0: yeah I well that's really i mean the act of buying felicity tickets to berlin right. is a really bold move yes yeah. and <laughs> well i'm to skip ahead but not for long like when she's going to see him later he's like I'm working on the hard sell I'm getting a slideshow together (laughs) it's like oh that's so no we'll get back there we never get to see the slide I would have loved (laughs) to see that slideshow I would give anything if they had actually created it and let the fans see it what would have been in the slideshow
1: you know it it might have been up on that noelcrane.com website
0: it might have been
1: no longer find
0: uh it probably was like a bunch of what sites in berlin and then like pictures of felicity and in front of it i don't know i
1: feel like photoshop would have featured heavily
0: photoshop would have featured very heavily um goodness well let's let's go back to where we were so that was the mailroom scene anything else you noticed about that one
1: well i just think at the where we are at the end of that scene is felicity has made up her mind to go I mean, Mm -hmm. she says, you know, I'm saying okay to thinking about it, but in her mind, she has said yes. Mm -hmm. So that's, she's, she's made up her mind and then we continue with time.
0: Well, I don't know if I think she's made up her mind that she wants to do it. I think she thinks she's supposed to do it. I think she thinks she should do it. And I don't think that's what she wants to do.
1: Well, then she's made up her mind that she should do it. I mean, yeah,
0: that I whether do she think... wants
1: to or not, I, I think she's made up her mind kind of to do it.
0: Yeah, and, and yeah, maybe uh, should is a very particular word that I want to use here. I think that she feels the should of it all. And she, I think that, and we're gonna see as we get to the next scene, she has a bunch of reasons why she thinks I shouldn't go with Ben. And she's cool. And so this is the should option. And if she's looking for like, what's not messy or what would make me feel like a good person or you like, Noel is her path, right? Then we see her go confront Ben and he's and giving the her music. the, what she wants.
1: The music is back. Mm-hmm. So this is where I start having trouble with the music.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I was fine with the music until now.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, now. Oh, actually, before we, before we say that now, I'm, now that I'm thinking about this word should, there's been quite a play on that word of the last couple episodes, because it went in that breakup scene with Julie and Ben and he's like, uh, he's assuming she'll go on the road trip. She's like, no, I'm not going to go. He's like, no, I think you should. She's like, you think I should or you want me to? And there is a really clear split between those things that the writer set up in the last episode. And then when Felicity and Ben have the almost kiss moment over the seven-year-old clove dust, uh, <laughs> in that scene he says no I think I think uh he says no you should go go on this road trip and she's like do you think I should and he's like yeah but in this episode he's gonna say to her I want you to go um
1: so I think that he also said that to Julie
0: yeah but but didn't mean it (laughs) (laughs) so I think like there is a definitely a should versus want line that they think they worked pretty hard to set up in the last episode that they're leaning into more here, but.
1: And I will just say like, I mean, spoiler, I'm going to come down on the should side because Mm -hmm. I, I don't think we always should go after what we want at any moment in time. Um, and there are other people to consider in life. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I get they're young and, and we're just seeing what they did, you know, but I, um, I'm feeling like I'm coming down on the shit side here.
0: I'm probably going to come down on the lot side. In fact, I know I'm going to,
1: um, uh, I had a feeling.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Let's look a little, I mean, I know that we've covered some of this stuff in just a little bit of depth when we opened the podcast, but let's get back to that Ben, the confronting Ben scene, because that's, I don't know if it's a pivotal moment. Maybe it is. Um, it's, a, it's a big it's scene. It's absolutely
1: a pivotal moment. It's one that is ruined by the music for me, but it is definitely pivotal.
0: Mm-hmm. So she confronts but she goes to the loft. They're sitting you know, across from each other, nothing in between them. They're just sitting in chairs. (laughs) They're going to hash it out. I imagine like what they did to get into that. Like let's sit down and work through this. And then they just like put two chairs (laughs) directly opposite each other. Let's hear it for blocking. Um, (laughs) Weird, but fine. Uh, So they're staring each other down. Felicity has I think, like you said, she said, okay, I I should go with Noel. So she's going to confront Ben and tell him I should go with Noel. I'm going with Noel. She's made a decision. She goes to Ben probably to get him to talk her out of it without knowing it. You hear Bolero in the background and she opens with, I've got three reasons why I shouldn't do this, why we shouldn't do this road trip.
1: Well, she she doesn't really, I mean, he's the one who, pushes her he's like she sits down and says i'm not going with you Mm -hmm. like i'm just not doing it and he's like well why not Mm -hmm. and she's like there's so many reasons why not he's he's like like, tell me them so i can debunk them immediately exactly that is exactly he's
0: really really coming in hot here in the chase and the charisma and he's gonna be persuasive um she's got three reasons Reason one is Noel, the Noel uh, yeah. factor.
1: The Noel factor, mm-hmm. which I think is is fair. She's like, look, he invited me to Berlin. Mm-hmm. That's one.
0: Yeah. And well, and then Ben's like, well, what do you think? He'd be jealous. And she's like, no, 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 Noel's not like that. He just invited me to go to Berlin and that's an option in front of me. And it's a pretty darn good option.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He's like, all right, fair enough. And then she gives them reason number two, which is the Julie factor, Mm -hmm. which I like that she equates. So she's like, you know how Nicole was making you feel weird with Lynn because she was being so aggressive. Well, Hey, Ben, (laughs) uh, see any parallels there to this moment? And so she references that. And I think, you know, the, the Julie, I think they both agree that the Julie of it all is complicated yes and then the third reason is the almost kiss moment yeah and
1: and that I think is the one he's looking for that's the one that he can address because the null factor he basically says look I don't know if that's what you want to do you can go with him Mm -hmm. like I don't I, I can't tell you what to do there yeah then he just completely, uh, Julie, he's just like, yeah, I don't know. Throw yeah, like, yeah. throw my hands up in the air. Like, I got
0: nothing yeah. for you on that one.
1: Yeah. I can't weird. tell you. Like, uh, what I kind of feel like he's saying is for us to do this, we have to not really care.
0: Yeah. And I think he's having to sort of, in order to make any comment about that, he kind of has to just come from her perspective on it because he just broke up with Julie. They're already in a weird place. Felicity and Julie are still friends and Felicity wants to maintain that relationship and whatever Ben and Julie are going to be in the future to each other. Like that's really shaken up right now. Anyway, adding this to it is just like another thing. She already doesn't want to take calls from him or see him. So it's not like he has to deal with it if she's upset and hurt, but Felicity does. And so, you know, him being like, yeah, the Julie factor is indeed a factor is more so for Felicity than it is for Ben.
1: Yeah. He just says, you know, I can't, I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you there. Like it's, it just is. Yeah. And but the
0: kiss. So you're thinking he was get, he was trying to get her to get to the almost kiss moment.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. that's the only, that is what was in his head as like her reservation. And, and the one he could address, the one he wanted to address mm-hmm. in the way that he then addresses it
0: yeah and so he now he prods her on this he's gonna keep poking he's gonna do it with this little half smile on his face well why would that be a reason Uh she's like because he's like because that's your reason because just ben in this moment he's just so he just keeps doing this through the episode like this like little niggling, casual taunting and yeah. a s- kind of charismatic, I've got a little smile on my face and I'm wearing this new haircut kind of way. And he mm. knows what he's doing.
1: He does know what he's doing. And ugh, this is so unfortunate because I, I have found him very attractive through this whole season up until now because this giddy, giggly, like smiley, really incredibly cocky guy that he's being in these moments Mm
0: -hmm. I am
1: just finding super annoying
0: and I think it's kind of important you're feeling that way because he is being a guy that likes the chase and he is being a guy who is excited about the the formation of whatever that like And he makes it a point on more than one occasion in this episode to say, I like you. I really like you. You know, like this, you were saying in the last episode, like Felicity is a serious person. And we can see that that's not what he, like in this scene, in this episode, he's not saying I want to be like steady boyfriend, girlfriend. I love you deeply. And I like he's chasing her and I think that he likes that we've seen him do it before he's he not specifically with her but we've seen him do it before at least with Julie and that is something about him and I think it's important that we're seeing that right now
2: yeah I mean will
1: be a bit of a character flaw but I mean we We do see, I mean, again, we have to remember how young they are, right? Mm -hmm. And this whole reason for breaking up with Julie was things were too heavy. Mm -hmm. So now he's going to go play with Felicity. I mean, I don't know how you're not feeling protective over Felicity in this moment.
0: Well, because I know where the whole rest of the series goes. Uh, Like, you know, like I think, you know, everybody grows a lot in the series, and we're seeing this is season one. Ben has the gambling stuff, has some serious stuff, but he also is a guy in college who wants to play. Yeah. And we do see that element of him. By the time we get to season four, we're going to be seeing like 80 year old man, Ben, in a senior <laughs> college in college body. Like it, <laughs> that guy, uh, I don't know. he's, <laughs> He goes yeah. on a freaking journey. Yeah, um,
1: say, must.
0: Okay, 80 years old might be a lot, <laughs> but he's he goes on a journey, as do all of the characters. Uh, and they're starting him here in season one. With him, you know, he's like trying to pursue this thing with Felicity and basically ignoring what that would be. But in the way that he is approaching Felicity, he is turning on the charm so hard that you see her all the time smiling in spite of herself. She yeah. doesn't want to be, but he's getting in.
1: But she's smiling in this. You have to remember the word she used up front was like the stupid love spell worked,
0: mm-hmm. And
1: he is saying, I like you.
0: Yeah, yeah. It is a notable distinction, one that I'm glad you're noticing, one that if it's taking anything away from this episode for you, I'm sorry, but it will help you see growth later in the series, knowing that you have clocked it so hard here.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, there's just such a big difference between what Ben and what Noel are offering her in this mm-hmm. moment in time,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which is why I'm I think coming down so hard on the null side of things because, all right. So, so we're at we're at the moment where Ben is like, "Look, I can address your concern with the almost kiss,"
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it's the issue is that we didn't actually kiss.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And she says, "I agree," and he just bam attacks her face.
0: Oh my god! It's but so he attacked, like it was. So not in the Noel attacking her face kind of way. It was like watching a National Geographic episode, (laughs) but just for the approach. Because he like pushes his chair back and we just see, I don't even remember exactly where the camera was set up in this moment. I feel like it was slightly more on Ben's side. like
1: five times.
0: (laughs) You're watching it from the side, obviously, but I think it was more kind of on Ben's side. And you just see he's like a speeding bullet yes he just he's just right in there in her face and then like cups her face and the kiss itself is so I don't know so it was actually kind of dark um but I think the kiss itself was very gentle so like he approaches her with speed and then (laughs) it's like the kiss itself is as if the speed didn't happen
2: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know it
0: was like a really interesting setup it's like how can I I, I quick 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 I want to do it <laughs> like I she I won't want to give her a moment to be like no um so he just like darts in for it and then they're like in this what appears to be a a mutual but very gentle but Felicity's kind of dazed sort of kiss and then he pulls Whoa. away
1: mid bolero is going on in the background and
0: which some of us love some of us hated
1: right but for me so but there's such a difference right between him and Noel. like there's no consent talk there's no anything he's and he makes this really loud noise with the chair so for (laughs) me the whole thing just did not work. It was like loud noise with a chair. Oh, her
0: no, face. fish. just makes then, me so sad. <laughs> um,
1: well, it's probably the way you felt about Noel when I was like, oh, was that the best kiss ever? And you're like, no, her face is a hamburger. Uh, <laughs> so I'm like. But that
0: was actually in that, like, the technique of kissing was like he was eating a meal.
1: Right, which really did um, for you. Yeah. But did not for me. Yeah. And unfortunately for this one, what ruined it was the noise and the music, which I I could not get over. And how fast he got to her face.
0: He got it was to so fast.
1: Jarring. Um, I
0: wondered to myself, like, were there outtakes from this where like they just broke each other's noses or oh. could have happened. <laughs> like banged teeth really hard, like, oh yeah. came in too hot.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, Um, it was a choice or maybe it was the first take and that's just what they ran with. But when you actually like did mute it, it definitely like once he got there and I didn't have to deal with the music or the chair or anything like that, it was definitely a good kiss. I would have been much more into it had there been some music, (laughs) like, for example, tempted by the fruit of another playing in the next scene, which is a very sexy song.
0: Yeah. I sorry, nope. Ten out of 10 yeah. kiss for me. That's it. Um, right. yeah, I mean we can agree to disagree. That's where we're at. We,
1: we have I to I love it, it there's there's no other way to progress with this podcast.
0: That's it. I like <laughs> friendship is over, podcast is ruined.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: if you see just one of our names on the next episode, that's why. uh yep, yep 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 uh no we're we're fine we're fine guys it's okay listeners we'll be okay um so then he pulls away but so it's a very like uh sort of searching pull away like he's scanning our face trying to figure out what's happening in her mind. She doesn't know, like she's blank. She's gone blank. She's gone full reactive. Like <laughs> she doesn't know what just happened in the world. I think I just see dazed from her.
1: I think and, she's having an out of body experience. She's
0: having an out of body experience. Yeah. That's that, that makes sense to me. And he's just kind of like trying to figure out okay, wha- how's it going for you? Like, what? <laughs> and then he, when he sits back down, he says, I've been wanting to do that for a long time. But has he?
1: Has he? How he long? He might
0: have. And I'm wondering how long.
1: I don't know with him. I feel like he says a lot of stuff and I don't trust the things that come out of his mouth anymore.
0: I don't think that he's. Um, I don't think that he's a. I think he's too simple to lie about that. It's so sad. Um. It, it is, right? But like, I, I don't think he's trying to complicate it. I, I think agree. if he says he's been wanting to do it for a long time, I believe that he's wanted to do it for a long time. And I'm wondering when that long time started for him. But you... I also
1: wonder what long time means. Like I think yeah. for me, he says stuff that like. I think he thinks it and feels it. But I don't know that I buy it. I think it was the same thing with Julie, where he was like, you can come back. I don't think he was like l- trying to lie in that moment. He He was trying to get what he wanted, which was to feel better mm-hmm. and to make this process go smoother. But he didn't actually want her to come back at that moment. I believe um,
0: that he means that he's wanted to do it for a long time. I'm just not sure. I yeah, just well. wonder
1: what long means to him was well, long. Cause there was right.
0: stuff that you, like when we were watching, the, was that the episode with was that cheating? Um, the one where he was like closing the door behind her. Yes. I, you felt more strongly than I did that he knew what he was doing and he was trying to make that happen. Yes. Uh, but if, if we go back to that, then that would be at least episode six, episode five was spooked with the Halloween and the late night chats. Well, Albert was making out
1: with the pink power ranger.
0: Yeah. But that felt very like, uh, um, trying to deny, I don't know, like that felt like a move. Um,
1: I was just like he's at a party there's a hot girl in pink
0: yeah but he Uh, was really going out of his way to in that moment to not like he had made plans with Felicity and then he broke them he was he was uh, being resistant in an active way but what was he like but also then being drawn to her so five five is sort of a episode five is kind of a could go either way with it You're seeing episode six, The Signals. So I think maybe as early
1: as that. I definitely think at those times he thought about it. And, you know, I just feel like this sentence is a little misleading from him because he's been in an active relationship for a while. It's been like maybe four months. But in college, that's a while
0: uh in college um, it's a before, while but okay four months and how much of that was he happy in that relationship
1: um i mean we know it was before break
0: well um, at the break they went to vermont but they hadn't defined it
1: okay yeah that's so right. they
0: were when they came back let's see give me an o was when they came back from break we've been in january mid-january was when it aired for for the world um and Julie is actively trying to think about what they are. I think at the end of that episode, they, Julie and Ben have a conversation like, well, she, you know, Julie was telling him, well, I, when I tell you about my ther- when I tell my therapist about you, I'm like, I don't want to just run into some guy's bed whenever something gets hard. And she's like, well, Ben's not some guy. And mm-hmm. I think Julie says, let's take it slow. And Ben's like, slow is good. So I would say that's probably where it starts for them. So it gives us about four months yeah. and since uh, for quite a few episodes now, we've been feeling, especially, well, pretty much since he started swimming, we've been feeling them pull away or him pull away from her.
1: Yeah. But I mean, I guess my point is he could have said the same thing to Julie. Like when they, I guess, in that moment in January, Right. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yes, they had. I mean, I think at the beginning of the show, they had slept together. I don't know if we ever decided they had actually slept together.
2: They don't or
0: really not. say. Yeah. yeah. It, there, but, they had the opportunity to.
1: Yeah. And there may have been some kissing there. So,
0: actually, we... no, no, no. Um, it, when Ben fights with Zach, he says, Julie and I never slept together. She didn't want to. Yes. So yeah. that was okay. after. So they didn't sleep together that day. They were hanging out, maybe kissing. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I think he could have said the same thing to Julie, you know, at, at some point before they get together. The same way he's doing kind of with Felicity now. Like, I don't see it as like a super like special thing, like just mm-hmm. for Felicity. Like, I feel like he could have said this about a lot of girls. He's probably been thinking about kissing
2: mm-hmm.
0: a
1: lot of girls um and guys think about you know doing stuff they just do
0: i don't so, know if that's fair i mean we, for a while now we haven't seen any other women in the picture for him
1: but he I hasn't mean, been a guy who's been
0: going yeah. out i mean like he he's been going out all these nights with lynn and the guys coming home to julie so he sort of <laughs> so like to to say he's been like He doesn't strike me as a guy who's just been playing the field all the time. He seems like a guy who has a lot of opportunity uh, and he'll probably always have a girl by his side, but for the most part, it's been a steady relationship.
1: Yeah. And I'm not saying he's going out of his way to like cheat on them, but Mm -hmm. I just don't, it's another one of these things where, like, I'm not finding a lot of the things that are coming out of Ben's mouth in this episode as super convincing, you know, Mm. like I just, I feel like it's another thing that he can say to get to what he wants, which is Felicity comes on this trip with him.
0: That seems fair. So, so he says, I've been wanting to do this for a long time. She gets up. Yeah. She starts leaving. He's like, where are you? What are you doing? She's like, (laughs) it's a flight reflex and just leaves.
1: It's very different than Noel, if we remember, where she kisses him back.
0: mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think she has to make sense of everything that just happened. (laughs) Like, she doesn't know what's going on in the world. Uh, But I really, I believe that, like, she went into that conversation thinking I should go with Noel. I'm going to tell Ben that I'm going with Noel because I should. Mm -hmm. And I think she, she... it could have been a phone call. <laughs> like, she went to his apartment. They set up their chairs across from each other in an inter- interrogation style. They, like, went, she went to all these lengths. And I think that she maybe wanted him to convince her. So,
1: like, she does say when he says, you know, the reason that we're having some problems is because we didn't kiss, she says she agrees with him. Mm-hmm. So that was in her head, too
0: yeah oh so so we don't really get to know what she thinks about that kiss because she has a flight reflex and <laughs> she leaves right. and she runs directly to noel's room yes
1: where the mm-hmm. actual sexy music is
0: yeah uh okay um okay. and then that's where <laughs> but noel's working on the heart cell. he's working on his slideshow right. yep yeah. um, yep um she says yes to him Uh she goes directly from this conversation with Ben to say yes to Noel and then Noel kisses her and then we have the conversation that is really the problem here where he's like uh how are your parents gonna feel she's like oh okay now I'm gonna tell my parents about it he's like yeah that's gonna be where the no happens right and she's like uh, well, yeah, maybe, 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 but we're going, it's fine. Um, and remember I'm glad they brought what this I up. Said.
1: <laughs> yeah. You remember what I said earlier in one of the earlier episodes, I was like, Berlin, what? She's just going to go like her parents are never going to support that. And you were yeah. like, stay tuned.
0: Yeah. They at least referenced it here. You know, it's one thing to do a cross country road trip with a guy where you're trying to get home. you know, like the point is to get from New York to Palo Alto, uh, and you both live there. And maybe that makes sense, whether or not they would have liked that she was doing the road trip with a guy, she had to get home somehow. Right. So like that, and it was, you know, well, I'm not going to say more affordable because she didn't have to pay for airfare, but they did have to pay for hotels. So, all right. So there's that going to Berlin is going to Berlin. You know, it's taking two weeks to go on an actual trip somewhere else than having to go back to Palo Alto Um, and then having to get back to, you know, let the go to the, you probably got round trip tickets from New York. So I was thinking that, you know, the parents are going to be a factor, but we're just going to, other than this line, we're just going to put that aside because parents are no fun. (laughs) (laughs) We don't need, you don't need them weighing in on this. (laughs) Well,
1: I mean, unless they're going to help you pay for it and you don't have the money without them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Um, But then we get from this scene to Elena.
1: And all I have is pigtails. Eh.
0: Yeah, it wasn't great.
1: It was not great.
0: She had some really great hair looks in this episode, but that wasn't it.
1: That was not one of them.
0: So the first thing we see, there's two things that we accomplish in this scene. First of all, Elena weighs in heavy on Felicity's choice. Yes. She's like, Ben kissed you? Felicity's like, keep your voice down. (laughs) I can't have the whole world knowing about this. Um, She's like, Ben kissed you, and you want to go with, you want to go with (laughs) no. Lindsay's like, yeah. And she's like, wrong choice. <laughs> she's like, yeah. she's like, n- n- no way do you want to go with Noel. You want to go with Ben. Everybody wants to go with Ben. You would go with Ben. I would want to go with Ben. <laughs> like, you just got kissed by Ben. You want to go with Ben. That's what's happening here. Uh, she is very, very clear about her viewpoint.
1: Yeah, she has no problem sharing her opinion whatsoever on Although, this very sensitive topic
0: it's not entirely unbiased because up until recently she was still calling Noel guy scum
1: that's correct and, but, and that that's immediately what i thought when she was like go with ben it's like of course she's gonna say that she basically hates noel
0: yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think she is, uh, I don't think that that's entirely where this advice is coming from, but it does make me think of the fact that she's just been giving him dirty looks for a while. But I think that if she thought that Noel, going with Noel were the right thing for Felicity, she would have said that. Yeah, I think that she would have been honest about her feeling if she had thought that.
1: I agree, but I think she's heavily
0: biased. She's biased, but I also think she's thinking dude. how is this even a, how are you even pondering your choices here? Like Ben kissed you enough said (laughs) it's just so clear to her and she couldn't be any clearer with her delivery. She's it's, it's just short of like smacking Felicity on the (laughs) face and being like, what is going through your mind woman?
1: Yeah. Well, let's also remember that Alina doesn't have the best taste in men. Yeah. So well, we got to take it with a grain of salt, but she does make her feelings known uh-huh. very clearly.
0: Yeah, she does, and that's important because Elena's the only person that Felicity's going to be able to confide in that is not deeply impacted by this situation.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, she's certainly not going to go to Megan. Javier's not there; he's in Spain. <laughs> you know, she can't go to Julie with this. She's Sally's certainly- dead. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's happening with so she, she she is doing her darndest to get Sally to give her some sort of wisdom. <laughs> she left freaking two tapes for Sally in this episode, <laughs> but fine. Okay, I'm not bitter about it. It's okay. Um, <laughs> Sally, continue. I don't know what Sally thinks is like. Sally, can't you understand? This woman needs help. <laughs> um why disappear at this moment ah so but yeah elena has has come down on the side of you moron go with Ben. and something else important happens in a scene where they get their papers back and elena's certain that she didn't do well on it because she saw that she got a b minus on it i never understand how they do this And this is not the first show that's done something where they change a grade. McGrath had written in red pen on the cover sheet, B minus. And now Elena gets the paper back. There's no crossouts. There's no whiteout. And it says, Mm -hmm. A, did he retype it and print it? Maybe. Why? 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 Do professors, if they know they're sleeping with a student <laughs> and they're going to change their grade, why write the original grade in red pen? No, no, blue. Oh, was it blue pen?
1: The original grade was in blue, and the second, the new grade was in red.
0: Well, either way, why put it in ink if you know you're <laughs> going to change it?
1: Um, I <sighs> I feel like he should have known at this point, but also... Isn't Elena like super student? How did she get a B minus in the first place? Like he's always been pursuing her. So because I mean, I'm assuming this makes her think, I mean, we don't get to see it, but like probably makes her think, Hey, like has he been changing my grades all along? But, but he wrote it down.
0: Yeah. He wrote it down. I mean, you know, it probably is making her question a lot about the grades she's getting in the class. I don't know that she specifically will in the future talk about like, I wonder how this impacted my other grades, but she knows for sure that this grade was changed. She saw it. So yeah, that's going to weigh on her. That's something that is really important that we saw her see and She's gonna have to think about that, but here we are. They just don't have
1: to see it right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh,
1: not think about the two of them for a little while longer.
0: They've given us as much as we need to see with this. I think. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. They've. We. We know where this is headed. We've. We've been given all the hints we need. We don't need more. We have read between the lines. We're happy with reading between the lines. Thank you very much. I'm not happy well yeah we're not happy with it but we it's it is what it is we've got this story we figured it out we've you know
1: yep yep all right so we know that's gonna come up later uh-huh. but we now no longer have to talk about it for this episode
0: yeah
1: so yay party time
0: that now um, brings us to a fun musical cut
1: which i love this music is great
0: sweet rosalind by Charles crow as megan and felicity are packing their rooms megan's all the way packed
1: oh she's done Yeah, all she has left is her box. Yeah, sitting out on her bed, and uh, this is one of the first two shots that I just absolutely loved. I love this cross room shot of Megan's whole side of the room completely, you know, barren, and Felicity on the other side of the room, and just seeing seeing the two. Um so I feel like they
0: must have reconfigured their furniture at some point because I think
1: so too. I don't remember Megan's bed
0: always being up against the wall like that. Where were the bookshelves? I the um and I say this because there was that that scene that made me so upset way back when when uh Felicity it was early on, um, it was after Hot Objects, I think, and Ben ends up sleeping in Felicity's room on Megan's bed and when she walks over to him, the light was on him and her face, the sunlight. Mm-hmm. But yep. in the configuration of this room, there was like a corner wall that the bend was behind and couldn't yep. have had the sunlight hit that way. So yeah. I'm reading too it's much. Into this. Stuff. Yeah,
1: no, I definitely feel like it was, it was completely reconfigured. Um, that's fine. It's now it's nice and, you know, completely empty with this, as I said, warm wood uh, color that what you know Megan must have hated, and covered it with everything black and dark and amazing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and you know Felicity just says you know have a good time at Wicca camp.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I guess she thinks Megan's going to camp. Um, kind of feel like that's not what's happening, but all right.
0: Who knows? Um, really, I, maybe, maybe not.
1: Yeah. I feel like camp once you're out of college or like once you're in college, maybe you don't go to camp anymore, but.
0: But Wicca camp, I don't know.
1: I don't know. I, she I probably
0: never had an opportunity to go to a camp like that when she was living with Walter and Faye.
1: Ah, uh, that's true. So Very she's true. just
0: exploring that side of herself now and she's probably doing it on the down low.
1: Yeah. Probably going to be there with a bunch of like six, sixth grade witches. Because if you're going like, to
0: like have a code. Like if you're gonna say I'm I'm really going somewhere else, but I'm not gonna tell somebody, is your code gonna be like, is your cover story gonna be Camp? No, but
1: I could see her saying it sarcastically to Felicity, and Felicity just believing her.
0: Yeah, fair enough. But so you know, they they uh, this feels like enough of a goodbye for Megan. You know, she's like, all right, I'm gonna have fun at Camp. Bye. (laughs) She walks out the door. See you never. And then she comes back in. She does. And she has a touching moment where she gives Felicity, she, you know, very first week, she thought she had clocked Felicity. She wrote down a little message to herself. She put it in an envelope. She tucked it away. And now she's going to give it to Felicity so Felicity can see what Megan thought about her from the very first week.
1: And I I didn't expect this. I thought she was going to weigh in on Ben versus Noel. She does not.
0: No, she doesn't. Her her take on felicity her first impression was there's no chance in hell felicity is going to make it through the whole year yeah. and this was megan's way of saying you did it
2: yeah congrats
0: like, at a girl yeah this was megan's at a girl
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's so Megan, right? Like, th- well, the fact that she did it is a bold step in relationship building for Megan. But the fact that this is how she did it feels right. It's like, yeah. this was an insult nine months ago. <laughs> 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 and now it's a compliment, see? <laughs>
2: yep. Yep.
1: Yeah. Well, so, I mean, good on them. And, and they're both growing, growing as people. Look at that.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and
1: and now they can share that wisdom with the next year's class. Yeah, they
0: both a, acknowledge that they're gonna be RAs the next year.
1: And I'm I mean, look, Noel was an RA. Mm-hmm. So it's not like either of them are gonna be rejected. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do feel for these children.
0: Yes. <laughs> the future, the future of UNY.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, that's that. So we we've, we've seen Megan. She's gone now. Mm-hmm. We and now the room keeps clearing out, and Ben's gonna come back into it.
1: Yeah, and I love these empty dorm shots. Mm-hmm. I just I love them. I think they're amazing. And yeah, Ben Ben is coming back. He's not he's not ready to accept defeat. She had left him a message, you know, which is what she should have done the first time.
0: Probably. If she didn't um, want to be convinced.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now she has left him a message. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nope, nope. I did it once. I'm going to do it again. So he has come back. And he is going to say whatever. And do whatever he yeah. needs to. To change her mind again. Yeah. So she, she's very clear. She's like, look i i can't go because it would make me the devil
0: yeah the actual devil
1: the actual devil mm-hmm. and then you wouldn't want me anyway because i'd be the devil
0: well they have and that continued conversation later but she just he's just like driving with me makes you the devil yeah that's a lot it's
1: like yeah because <laughs> because you know it won't be platonic now that they've had the kiss it's not gonna be platonic. Like she's had a little time, a little space, and she's like, mm nothing, nothing here. There's no way. And he he is just like, Look, if this is what it takes to get you to come, we'll be platonic. Sure, platonic no is fine. That's cool. Yeah. I just
0: want you to come on this road trip. Platonic or not.
1: Now, does he know what platonic means? We don't know
0: uh I, pre- I would think he does, but he's you know <laughs> it's not going to be platonic if they do this let's face it, but he's saying anything he can
1: and he's being smitten he's giggling like a like a little smitten boy
0: because uh-huh. <sighs> the thing is you know she keeps she she keeps doing this thing when she's like no and then <laughs> But a little bit like, but make it a yes, you know. And then he'll be like, okay. So he makes it. He he comes in strong, and he's like, all right. Oh, well, how about this? And then well, she'll be like, no. But she'll give a little smile, and you're like, yeah. oh, he's getting in. He knows he's getting in, and he's you know yeah. like, it's she she is being charmed by him. She you is. can see it happening. I, I actually really like the way they did this scene, and you know, from a lot of standpoints from camera angles, um, from, you know, like there's just a lot of stuff they do here. That's like really getting you somehow in their minds. And, um, yeah, cause his, I
2: she's,
1: I mean, I can see why you're saying she wants to be convinced, but I mean, it's so interesting to see the different, I don't know, perspectives where he's saying, you know, you you're interesting and I like you and you know, you analyze everything and it scared me at first and now she's the one getting scared.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And you know, he's like, "All right, let's do the improv thing, right? I'm going to sit on the bed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You sit on the bed next to me. We're going to be platonic." Right? So
0: yeah, bolero's back
1: i know i just wrote music
0: yeah uh, i thought i just twist the knife you're welcome Thanks.
1: yeah i was about to agree with you on something but now on print no, okay
0: um <laughs> yeah he's gonna they're gonna do the old simulating the road trip on her bed which yes. my god, um, it's like <laughs> it's he knows. He knows he's he's got her. Um,
1: I think what he's got is Melissa. I mean, <laughs> you
0: know, like in this she moment, because she's still going to be like the, the, these guys are still fighting for her. But in yeah. this moment, he's like. So <clears throat> the thing that I really noted so they do the whole, okay, we're on this road trip. This is a smooth ride. When you saying he's kind of looking at her and she's kind of like laughing it off and she's not entirely convinced. And then she's like, well, what happens when we go to a motel and there's one bed? He's like, "One bed. <laughs> and then well, the camera the way is way
2: kind of saying
1: it is a little oh, all right. So this is how I was going to agree with you. Um, I do think that that Felicity is in a way like she does want to be talked into it, but she's also scared of being talked into it.
2: Yeah.
1: And yeah. when she says that line of, you know, what if there's only one bed, she's pushing it. She's like, let's see what he does with this.
0: Mm, so you think she was playing the game too?
1: A um, little bit right there yeah like she she could have said anything
0: right yeah
1: but this is what she picks
0: yeah and you know part of her there is this reservation because the you know, like gosh she's been in a bed with before Noel, um
1: and they didn't sleep together
0: be, yeah well and Eli that was like a divine there was that no bed studio right? yeah <laughs> like, it was <is> a
1: red <laughs> Crushed yeah. velvet love
0: scene. Yeah, it, I mean, it was a different vibe, right? So um, this, there is an intimacy there for her. So yeah, but maybe she was playing the game too. But this, this moment is where I really feel that she wanted. She he was hooking her, and she wanted to be hooked. So, so when she, when he's when she says, "What if there's one bed?" and he says, "Hmm, one bed," and then he kind of pauses for a moment, and I like the camera here because. It was, I guess we're meant to think it's like behind shooting behind Felicity. They're sitting next to each other, both facing forward. And the camera is looking diagonally at his face. So from behind Felicity and he just lays down, he just, he's sitting and he lays down slowly backwards and the camera follows him down as if you're Felicity going down with him, but she's not, she is sitting up watching him lay back. And she's like, come on. And he's like, just like, just we're doing a little exercise here. And she looks forward and she cannot help, but smile. Yep. And I was like, Oh man, he's been very effective here. And she wants more of this, right? Like she's, this is, she keeps having these little smile moments he, it's working. She's being charmed perhaps in spite of herself or maybe she wants it. I don't know, but she's like, whatever he's doing is making a dent.
1: Yeah. But whatever, Noel did too, also made a dent. So to yeah. me, she's real wishy-washy in this episode.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know? So they do this um, lying down thing, and he's like, "See, we can do it." And she's like, "Oh, this isn't gonna work. This isn't gonna work. It's gonna, it's not gonna be platonic." And then he's like, "Come on, I know you're, I know you're thinking about it, or at least you're thinking about me. You're wearing the necklace again." She's like, "Stop it with that."
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he is so sure of himself. Yeah. Like, for me, he's so sure of himself, and and so was Noel. But like, I think Noel had a right to be because they had been in a relationship. Whereas Ben had just gotten out of a relationship with her best friend for him to be that cocky is, I mean, it just shows you what he thinks of himself and also what he, what he knows he can do to women and he's doing it.
0: You know, it's really funny because I'm not going to spoil this for you, but there was a scene from the end of season four where we saw, where we see a Ben that at the time when I was watching it, I was like, no way, this isn't Ben. And now that we're talking about Ben this way, maybe it's Ben.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, Let's put a pin in this when we come back to the final five episodes. I will remind me that I said this. (laughs) Absolutely
1: absolutely no way that's happening. There's no
0: way it's happening, but (laughs) it's it's a scene in a lab that I was like, always like, he would never be this cocky. And then- He's so
1: cocky. He's so sure. Turns
0: out this is him.
1: You know, and she's just like, get out. Mm -hmm." Just get out. (laughs)
0: Like, (laughs) Like, come (laughs) on.
1: Right now.
2: And Uh maybe
0: she wishes she wouldn't have done that in that exact moment. Maybe. Because she kicks him out. And he ends up perfectly timing it where he and Matt, he and Noel are in the elevator yep. at the same time and she is having to watch both of them.
1: <laughs> yeah. Not only does she kick him out of her room, she escorts him down the hall to the elevator and yeah. is like, sir, here is the exit.
0: <laughs> and, okay. <laughs> so, this might be my biggest problem with the episode and it's small, but, so, Ben, she escorts him down the hallway into the elevator. Noel gets on the elevator, and now there's this wee awkward moment for Felicity, where she's like, "Ooh, these are the guys I'm making a choice between." And they're standing right next to each other, and Ben knows it, but Noel doesn't. Mm-hmm. And Noel is like, "Hey, we gone to the passport place yet? Yeah, we have to leave in a few days." And I was thinking <laughs> to myself, "In what universe? Yeah, in what sort of like rush delivery in <laughs> like situation?" Could you get your photo and the entire passport done and sent back to you in less than a week?
1: I feel like in the pre-9-11 universe, which this was, um, I, I think that was a thing. You think? I, I think so. Get okay. a rush delivery, take it to the, the embassy I don't even know if you had to take it to the embassy. Like, I think you used to be able to get this stuff done real quick.
0: Okay. So maybe I'm just, I need to look at it with my not 2022 eyes and just think about pre 9-11. Like you didn't even need
1: your passport to go to Mexico. You didn't need it. Like, so yeah. So this could
0: have happened. Maybe.
1: I feel like this was life. Like this is the way life was.
0: Okay. Okay. So that helps clear up that frustration. Um, but that's not the point we're supposed to be getting to. No, the point here is that Noel's just continuing to, you know, not knowing it, raise the stakes. It's like, you got to get that passport done. Oh, yeah. I've been telling you, you got to get the passport. And Ben's like, ah, oh, you haven't gotten the passport yet. Oh,
2: <laughs> <Right>?
0: <laughs> <laughs> And Ben knows everything that's happening in this situation. Yeah. Noel doesn't realize that this option is still something that is considering so he's like yeah for sure we're going we're going to Berlin <laughs> Ben's like that's what Felicity says <laughs> uh-huh.
2: but
1: are you no,
0: are you oh
1: boy he doesn't Ben doesn't think so because he thinks he's all that
0: and yeah it. so when we for, get some, yeah
1: then we get some nice French music
2: mm-hmm, which
1: mm-hmm. I just like to point out is European but not German not, not German, German not it's French and this is the second scene where I was like I absolutely love how they did this shot so this is taking us back to you know the photo like at the beginning of school there are so many callbacks to earlier episodes throughout this episode that I really enjoyed Mm -hmm. and this is one of them and I love you know first of all I think Felicity is in a way looking for a sign as to which way she should be going. And so when she hears from the guy who's taking her passport photo, how wonderful it is to drive across the country and it'll change your life and amazingness and everyone should do it. I'm like, Hmm, is she hearing this and thinking this is like her sign, but they have this moment where she's standing there and they click the, the, the button to take her picture. And then you just get this, you know, you see the flash bulb, you see the light, the flash. I don't know. I called it a flash bulb because I don't know what it actually is. That's called.
0: fine. I'm not a photographer. I'm not going to okay. dispute you on this.
1: So we see the flash bulb light up and then <laughs> like come back in this like old timey, like Brown and um, orange, just really CD beautiful. Yeah. I just absolutely love that
2: shot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I like that you said, you know, it definitely felt like we're kind of back at the pilot for a moment there. But when, when we were watching this episode together, I, and you know, keep the photographers going on and on about how like, Oh, best time of his life, maybe ever yeah. road trip. <clears throat> He's like, you gotta do that. And I just said to fish hmm, thumbs on the scale a little bit here. Isn't yeah. It? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, you know, because again, she's only been able to the only person she knows that she's been able to get perspective on this from who isn't actually impacted by the situation has been Elena. Elena came down on the side of going on the road trip. And now this guy I mean road trip. He doesn't know anything about the rest of the situation, but
1: nope, he does not. And uh and he's not Sally, but he's he's another person. And uh-huh. and she she's really going to a bunch of different people. She's she's trying to find some people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But now we get back to Julie. Mm. And Julie's detective work has resumed. She's looking for more answers and she she was in sad mode last episode. She's in sad mode at the beginning of this episode and now she's getting more info info. Because she thought maybe there could be another girl. That must be the situation. Well, now she's had a conversation with Lynn. Mm -hmm. Lynn told her about Nicole coming on to Ben. Mm -hmm. I guess maybe Nicole must have told him. Which seems like a really self-sabotaging, you know, blow this thing up kind of move. But I don't think Ben would have said it to him.
1: No, seems like the kind of thing Nicole would have done. She's a little crazy. She's,
0: she's done with it. So she says, hey, Lynn, I've been bringing bags of dead rabbits to tickle. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yep. oh, yep.
1: yeah. Yep. She's like, it's look, canon. remember remember what worked with getting you? I've been doing it with another guy. I mean, just tons of rabbits, tons of tickling, all dead.
0: Oh, for those of you who didn't get to hear our last episode, go back and listen to that for something that's not going to make this any clearer. Um, (laughs) It's not going to answer the questions that you probably have, but it'll at least help put context. Um, So, yeah, so I guess Nicole's been telling him that she's been using her move on Ben, and Mm -hmm. Lynn and Nicole have now broken up. Yes. I don't think we'll see them ever again. Lynn? Even Lynn? Well, let me let me do a little quick search on that while we're yeah. while we're talking. But no, um, so I'm not
1: gonna see them, you know, in this scene at least. And Melissa will find out if we see them in in other episodes.
2: But so.
1: you know, Lynn says to Julie, you know yeah, we broke up and Nicole was coming on to him, but Ben did not like Nicole. Uh, so, and Felicity says the same thing. He's like, look, she's like, look, it, he, it wasn't Nicole. And Julie just kind of looks at Felicity and says, well, ho- hold up. You knew about this and you didn't tell me. And she seems hurt and pissed and... I mean, this is the least of it now. So, I mean, again, bravo, Felicity. She keeps her mouth shut. I mean, she then goes back and thinks to herself in the voiceover I should have just told her, but no, you shouldn't have. And, you know, good job. You've learned that there are consequences to saying everything that you think and feel at every moment in time
0: well um i have a slightly alternate take on that but i do want to just confirm yeah we only see lynn in the first season and uh, nicole yeah we're not going to see nicole again so yeah that's that's the end of them we just hear about their breakup and they are gone and off screen and yeah. And so, yeah, but basically everything that you said about what happens in this scene, I, you know, at some point, Felicity needs to tell Julie. It's just when is the right time. And because there's no way, like, okay, let's say Felicity and Ben end up dating. Mm-hmm. Well, at, at what point is Julie Julie's going to find out? And it's probably better if she finds out from Felicity, because they're the ones that are connected here. They're the ones that are supposedly still friends. So I don't know. I I think at a certain point, I'm not a believer that she should be keeping it from Julie. I don't know if this is the point or not yet. Um, well, this is definitely not the point.
2: The, the, I, I think the, the point time... has
0: to be when she feels pretty certain of her own feelings about it.
1: Well, and also maybe not just as they're broken up. Like... I mean... Well,
0: but if, honestly, like if she goes on this road trip with Ben, like Julie's going to find out, you know, like this stuff, you, you know, she's going to see photos. She's going to see like whatever's going to happen. Um, she will eventually find out and then she will be really angry with Felicity for keeping it from her. So I think no matter what, Julie's not going to be happy with Felicity. But I think for me, it's just what's the timing of this. I think in this moment, You know, if Felicity ends up going with Noel, then she can pretend this stuff didn't happen if she wants to with Julie. Mm -hmm. But at the point when she realizes, like, I actually do want to do this or I am going or I have feelings, like, there is a certain point where there's a line in the sand where it's like now she's just keeping a secret from Julie that uh, is also something Julie could be upset about. So I, I don't know if this is the tipping point for me or not. Because I think it depends on how convinced she is that she's going with Ben or going with Noel.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is just another reason she shouldn't be going with Ben. Uh, You know, it's her best friend. And like, you just don't do that. You just don't.
0: I'm sure we'll come back to this a little bit more I'll save that argument for the next scene with her. Okay. <laughs> I think because we're going to keep getting to this. Like we have this building that happens with all these different storylines, even though they're very weaved together. But I think this is a necessary step of, Julie has been doing more digging on this. She's getting more information and um, she just hasn't landed on the right other woman yet.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: and I honestly... I don't know that that there really was necessarily another woman. I get that it's supposed to be the magic spell and all that kind of stuff. To me it still reads as if you know things were just too heavy with Julie.
0: Yeah, so I think to say even if Ben had feelings under the surface for Felicity for a while during their relationship, that is not to me. It's way too simple to say that that would be a reason why, like I, it's not the reason why, as far as I'm concerned, that breakup happened. And we saw them growing distant for a very long time in that relationship. And we saw really bad habits forming in their communication styles, habits that Julie hopefully wouldn't have wanted to pursue, but seems like she was going to anyway. Um, So even if Ben did have feelings for Felicity, the whole time, I just, think it would be so easy for julie to blame that but it's not that that caused the breakup
1: i agree it's not um so we're now cutting back to a scene where it seemed to me that you know felicity's sort of considering what to do
0: Mm -hmm. she the
1: dean and deluca scene yes dean and deluca and she just she is really confused because she is impulsive and she wants to do, say yes every time one of these men approaches her. Uh-huh. And she's just like, oh, what do I do? And now there's Julie and what do I do? So I, you know, Ben's got his, like, I'm going to conquer the world smile on as he's uh-huh. watching her deliberate. And then Noel comes in uh-huh. and hands Felicity. I don't know what he answered. Maybe it's her passport that he picked up. Maybe it's
0: probably the tickets to Berlin. Maybe.
1: Well, I thought he said he already. Did, did he
0: already give those to her? I don't or know is if we saw first... him physically give them to her before. He t- he said he had tickets in the mailroom. Okay. Now that she said she sense. wants to go, he's giving her the tickets. And also, um, this whole this whole scene in Dean in Deluca is uh, it's all we're not seeing any of the words exchanged between the characters this is all set to music it's set to ivy's i got a have got a feeling which i really like for this song for this uh, scene
1: i was i'm better with that than bolero so mm-hmm. <laughs> i'll say that much um all right so it makes sense that, that those would be the tickets and they're in the envelope and the envelope will come back um so, his, Ben's smile drops as he's watching this uh, wordless exchange. It was all about expressions. And mm-hmm. what I saw in that exchange was a really genuine smile from Felicity to Noel. It wasn't sort of a thanks, like mm. yeah, kind of I smile. I saw
0: just a little bit of that. Really? I, I think it was,
1: I was looking genuine, for it. but
0: it was a, I'm still not sure. I, I feel like she's in the, I'm walking the line mode. so she's being polite and she's saying, thank you. And she's, it's a good option. Either of these options is a great two weeks of her summer, potentially. Um, <clears throat> so it's nice and he's doing this and it, thank you for that very much. But I think, I don't feel that she's fully invested in that moment.
1: Yeah. And, and I, I think she's
0: very aware that Ben's watching her for the whole
1: thing. See, and I was going to say the exact opposite.
0: Surprise. Uh-huh. Ta-da. Uh,
1: you know, because she does get so caught up in things, I feel like she knew he was watching her at first, but then she's looking at Noel and she kind of forgets about Ben for a sec. And she does have this genuine smile and she's like, well, now I'm looking at Noel. So my impulse is to go with him. and she forgets about Ben and Ben's over there and he's watching this exchange and the smile drops. But then when she looks back at Ben, all of a sudden, the little bit of that smile comes back like, yeah, he can give her the tickets, whatever. I'm not giving up on this. She's coming with me. Mm -hmm. So,
0: and she puts the tickets away when she looks
2: at him. Yep. So
0: I, yeah, I did not, I don't, I, when I watched that, I thought that she was always aware of Ben watching her and that she was always aware of the offer from Ben that was on the table. I did not think so that she was fully invested in the Noel thing. I don't think she's fully invested in either. I think that she is invested in both and very aware of the dilemma. I
1: think, I think she's amb. Bivalent, but I think she, instead of being more of a constant, um, just not knowing she's jumping back and forth between knowing with each guy. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I know with Ben, I know with Noel, I know with Ben, I know with Noel. I think
0: it's a different kind of knowing. Like, I don't think that it's about, oh, this is I, I, don't, I don't think it's apples to apples with them. I think that for me, the, the way that I break this down in my head is that Noel is her should and Ben is her want. And with, I, I think that the morality of making the choice with Ben is eating at her, and, but that's what she wants. And I think that the easier choice, the less complicated choice, the more stable choice perhaps for her, would be Berlin with Noel. And so I think that the, any amount of torn she is here, I think is between not necessarily Noel and Ben, but between should and want.
1: Well, but each of those guys represents something. Yeah. One of those two things. Yeah. Um, so, So then we have... Um, another thing that I really like about this, this episode, which are these sort of traveling scenes, we see her traveling around, uh, and like on the subway or getting on the subway and, and I just really enjoy this, these, these type of shots. Um, and then I think we get another callback to earlier in that, in the season, because now she's sitting on a step outside Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and Ben is coming up to her.
0: Did that make you think of after he didn't make the track team? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Just sort of that, that moment of she's now waiting. um, Or, or it's, she's waiting again on the, on the step. Yeah. And he walks up and he again is just so sure of himself um but he doesn't he doesn't see it as this huge thing that i think she sees it as in terms of how it's going to affect all of her relationships
0: well in this moment so when you say he's so sure of himself Um, yeah, he's still being really charming and charismatic in the scene, but she just came to the loft. She came to his place to have a conversation with him. So he's rightly so feeling like this is a fairly good sign that the work that he's been putting in is, is getting in that she's thinking about him even more that she would show up at the loft. So I think yeah, yeah, he's. it's an earned confidence at this point, perhaps, because he's, it's been working.
1: I mean, it has been working. And she is there, and he is leaving that night. So it would indicate, perhaps,
0: <laughs> that mm-hmm.
1: she is there to come along, although she doesn't have any badge. She
0: doesn't have any stuff. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> um, and, and this is where, you know, it's just so clear that this means different things to them, because... Yeah. You know she's she is looking for meaning in this and he's just like why does everything have to mean stuff um can't you just like do stuff and uh you know he's like he calls her crazy never good mm-hmm. um but he's like you're analytical and you're smart you know, about
0: things you've smart. been a good friend to me i really like you
1: well but i don't think it's all in that order so he's like you're crazy and you're analytical. And that scared me at mm-hmm. first. And then he's giving her reasons to, that like he likes her
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that he wants her to come. And like his reasons are like, you're a good friend to me. And it's like, you know, th- these are not the same reasons that Noel would be giving you no. if you were asking him.
0: No, they're not. And Noel is consistently throwing around the word love nowadays.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like they're both being very kind of impulsive in this moment. Yeah. I mean, Felicity's always impulsive.
0: And it's also worth noting that she had told Sally earlier in a tape that this all the stuff the the almost kiss moment they had in the lapsed episode it's been reminding her of what she felt like about Ben you know earlier in the season and I know for you it's like yeah she's had a lot of growth they've come a long way it's not nearly as unbalanced as it used to be she's you know okay but she's still she's still saying those crush feelings that I had Mm -hmm. they're kind of there again so She has grown in a lot of ways, but I think the Felicity from the beginning of the season that had a crush on Ben would have given anything for Ben to be showing this kind of attention to her.
2: Yeah.
0: And it's hard not to, it's probably hard not to feel that as the current version of Felicity.
2: Yeah.
1: Including giving up all of her relationships.
0: Yeah, and she makes it a point, and, and this is where the devil conversation comes back, too, because, you know, she had said that in the last time she had a conversation with him, but now she's like, leaning with you, I would make you the devil. And he's like, it, come on, the devil, like, uh, fine, be the devil. And she's like, you would not want me to come with you if I were the devil. And like, it becomes almost a joke. Um, and, but she's still very aware that there's, it's not just her and Ben in this situation.
1: Mm-hmm. And apparently it's also not just her and Ben in the loft.
0: Oh, so this is hard, right? So we've just gotten to the point where Ben has now convinced her. And I feel like she's just made her choice. Like this is the choice she'd go with. He's like, I really, I want you to come with me. And she's like, I want to do it too. And she whispers mm-hmm. to him and they're leaning in. They're almost going to have another kiss. And then we see Julie coming down. Now I'm confused about this actually, because, It's Sean that sleeps up in the loft. Yeah, from what I remember from from what I remember from other seasons, that's Sean's room.
1: I I don't know if they come down from there a lot. Yeah, I think I think he's the only one I've seen coming down those stairs.
0: Yeah, and I. I know in later seasons Ben's room is on the main floor, Sean's room is in the loft, and I think that's how it is here too. So why she would have left a disc (laughs) in Sean's bedroom?
1: Look, maybe it's got something to do with one of his ideas. I mean, she's Mm -hmm. always been very supportive of his entrepreneurial spirit. You don't know. But right now it is very inconvenient. It would have been just as
0: effective in a way for her to have been coming from Ben's room, if we were on the same floor, the thing that you, gets achieved by her coming down from the loft is that you hear the sound of her footsteps on the metal yeah. stairs.
1: Well, and you get to see the slow descent of shoes. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a cool shot. It's a cool kind of suspenseful way to do this. Cause yeah. it, it gives you that second of like seeing shoes being a little confused and then like you know your heart just drops into your stomach when you realize oh I know who this is
0: Mm-hmm. so very effective just doesn't make any sense for her to be coming out of Sean's room but we'll put that away because it was a great artistic moment there you go and so Julie has now overheard the very damning conversation she's mm-hmm. got all the info and she just leaves um, Felicity and Ben are just looking after her. And Felicity looks like, oh, no.
1: Yeah. She knows this is not good.
0: Yeah. So her next stop is going to be the apology door.
2: Yeah. Felicity I mean, she's going to go to ch- Julie's room, which
0: is now almost completely try. barren. Mm-hmm. And Felicity, uh, Julie is just sitting on, what do you call that? The, when there's like window a- Window seat. Yeah, it's a window seat. I like that they have that. Um, but anyway, that's where Julie's sitting. And Julie, oh, Julie's angry.
1: Yeah, I put, and she's really hurt. Um, mm-hmm. I put down, this is the flip side of empathy, right? Mm-hmm. Is if you're very- empathetic you know what other people are feeling
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that means you can really hurt them
2: mm-hmm.
1: and right now she's she's hurt herself and she knows exactly what to say and do hurt felicity and mm-hmm. she's going to
0: yeah she's she's very reactive she's gotten to work she and not only in um the fact that she is saying everything verbally to Felicity that she can to attack her in this scene, but also she's gone to Noel. Yeah. Um, you know, so she's done a lot, a little bit of time here. And yeah. she makes a comment about, you know, how do you tell someone that you're trying to steal their boyfriend? Um, which isn't really what Felicity was trying to do here, but that really is so. absolutely a thing that she's saying to. Uh, yeah, you know, that's what Julie's perspective is on a situation. Makes sense. Yeah. Um. But, I mean, there's a lot of really tight shots on Carrie Russell's face here. Yeah, and I thought she did a brilliant job because any other actor, like, so many other actors standing there would just look blank. There's a blankness and a dazedness and a there's this is so much trouble. Look on Felicity's face. And I'm so sad that I've hurt Julie like this and I don't know what to do and i I'm going to undo it. I'm going to go with Noel, like, like you could, but her face is practically expressionless for so much of it. They're just tears rolling down her face and she's just looking at Julie and she's not sure when to defend herself. And she's not sure when to, you know, like it's just, uh, Carrie Russell did a really good job with it, with, with probably how little was on the page for her.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was basically, to me, there, were, there was so much emotion in that scene. There mm-hmm. was, you know, what Felicity usually does is think about things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, yes, she's impulsive. And then she'll, she'll do something. And in this case, I think the only thing that she could think of to do was to say she wouldn't go with Ben, and she does that. Um, and, and she's just a little paralyzed in this moment of just mm. pure being, being hurt as well. Because, again, you know, Julie knows what to say. And, and it's a little bit of, you know, yes, Julie says, you know, I don't know if you're going to Berlin. with Noel because I told him. And then Felicity says, like, how could you?
0: And that uh, line delivery was amazing. She says exactly it, it's was. like a whisper. She's like, how could you do that? Yeah. And you know, so, um, Ju Julia's just trashed all the opportunity here and, and, you know, and, but it's kind of like, that was like a calculated thing, but then she's also just raging hot. Like the, you're just a lying bitch. Like she's, All she's just a mess. She's all over the place right now. And um, like you said, saying anything that she can think of that she knows would be effective. And I think the move with Noel was a move. And I think a lot of the other things are words. Um, Mm -hmm. but it's a it's a lot with this scene. I mean, there's, you know, and this is the problem with Felicity having waited as long as she did to say anything about it to Julie because
1: oh come on the
0: (laughs) the well no I do like it it was she
1: would have reacted this way at any point in this episode
0: but in yes she would have and in addition to the fact that she's hurt about the fact that Felicity is now having these moments with Ben is the fact that Julie has had two conversations with Felicity where she was like who's the other woman And now she has no idea how long this has been going on, but it seems like it's pretty advanced. She says, Ben's a good kisser, isn't he? And Felicity looks like, I can confirm that. So for Julie, compounding the fact that Felicity now appears to be with Ben is that she had two conversations with Felicity where Felicity said nothing about it. And basically seemed to be now in hindsight, seems to have been lying about it to her. Um, which it was more of a lie of omission, but it was a lie. Um, and, and so I think that's the challenge with holding back. The truth is that if somebody finds it out, they didn't hear it from you.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I, again, I think Julie's trying to say everything she can to her, and do everything she can to hurt Felicity. And I think the lying bitch comment is part of that i don't i don't know that felicity could have hurt her more um you know i i just i don't think there's an there's any way for this to come out to julie where she's any better off um
0: yeah i agree that julie would have been upset regardless but I think, and then I think that we've had conversations on this podcast earlier, that show kind of where we come down on this, like I would rather personally have somebody start telling me the truth, even if it was delivered as softly as possible to brace me for it, than to have it come out this way, you know, because, uh-huh. you know, and this is before social media days, right. But had it been after social media, like, had they taken any pictures on this trip? Like, okay, so now who's going to see the pictures and how is it all going to get shared? And, you know, like. That's stuff that they didn't have to think about then, but hey, here we've fixed that problem by having Julie overhear this whole conversation. Um, You know, Had Julie ever had a conversation with Noel and found out, oh, Felicity did not go with me to Berlin. Um, You know, I think there's way too much planted here for Julie to find out somehow. And Felicity did not get in front of it she got behind it and that's the problem with getting behind it
1: I mean I don't think Felicity would have gone and tried to hide it from Julie or not told her eventually like even if there was no photo evidence and no one else knew I mean I don't I don't think Felicity's gotten to the point where she's going to be able to keep a secret forever so if she continued there would have been no way to
0: do it because they have too many mutual friends there's no Sean even
1: even if that all that was not true like just Felicity being herself yeah. means Julie would know. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know that that was ever a consideration, but I, I also don't know that, that again, Felicity considered, um, I don't think in the moments where Ben is being charming and is convincing her, you know, out of her previous <laughs> decision Mm -hmm. i don't think she's thinking about julie i think no i
0: don't think so either but i do think that in the well i don't know i think she's with the double comments i think that she's very aware that there's ramifications but i do think that there were two direct conversations where julie was like i'm putting my detective hat on i'm getting my magnifying glass out uh i am a gumshoe and i'm going to ask you questions about who this other woman is is it nicole no seems like it's not nicole but there must be somebody can you go on this road trip and find out i mean in hindsight for Julie to have had all that conversation with Felicity about this and to know that Felicity actually had the answer the whole time is probably adding to the feelings that she has. And some of that is coming from my own personal perspective, because I would be much, much, much bothered by somebody not having told me. Um, so, it, but I think that is an element that she seems to be referencing when she says lying bitch. So I don't know. I think that's an element at play. It's not the only element, but
1: I think we're again, going to have to agree to
2: disagree because
0: I mean, we, we definitely see this whole dynamic differently. I think, you know, Felicity knows that she's going to hurt Julie with starting something with Ben. She knows that that's fair. I also think Julie should have known that she was going to hurt Felicity by starting with Ben, something with Ben. And that's something that Felicity never really held against her. Um, but is absolutely should have been on Julie's mind when she was getting, and and it was um, for a while. Why
1: She asked and Felicity said it wasn't a problem.
0: Yeah. Felicity didn't mean it wasn't a problem though. It was very clear. She should
1: have said that.
0: Yeah, she should have. She absolutely should have, but I think and
1: there's a huge difference between having a crush on somebody and dating them for four months.
0: I'm not sure about that though. I think the level, the, it was so strong for Felicity and it, I, I don't let Julie off the hook for, I think that was still breaking girl code. And if.
1: Not if she tells you, like if Felicity had come out and told her, no, I have these strong feelings, don't date him. Then that's one thing. But for mm. Felicity to actively say, go ahead, and then be dating someone else who, you know, she's talking about sleeping with, and then sleeping with another guy, but still wanting to be back together with this first guy, and all this other stuff that Julie is watching, you know, to me,
0: no, that it still seems like she's moved
1: on from like the high school days.
0: It seems like it, but I think when we actually look at the conversations she had with Julie, where it was like, no, 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 it's fine. Felicity was not fine. And it was very, very clear. And I think a normal empathetic Julie would have picked up on that, but didn't really want to, and was sort of putting it to the side. And when she started the relationship with Ben, she was being a little reluctant because she thought it would hurt Felicity. And if she had that thought in her mind, that is a bridge too far for me. So if we're going to fault Felicity for this, I also fault Julie for that. And yeah, the relationship, you know, a four month relationship with Ben is more a thing in the real world than the crush. But Felicity made major life choices based on that crush. And and that was a factor. So Julie being, Julie should not be surprised that this could have happened as far as I'm concerned, it can hurt her. I absolutely afford her, her feelings be hurt. Yeah. Like that makes a lot of sense to me, but I think that she took on a very risky relationship to begin with. And, um, and, you know, for Felicity to just have those feelings completely evaporate and never come back. I mean, like Felicity really let Julie off the hook with it in a way that wasn't realistic to me. So I, um, you know, I'm, I'm, it makes sense to me. Julia would be so upset and I don't think she should be that surprised.
1: Yeah. I guess I, I just feel differently. Like it, it makes a huge difference if you're actually dating someone because, first of all, Ben never reciprocated the feelings early on to Felicity. So it should be a surprise to Julie that Ben's on board with this. And then, you know, on top of that, Felicity's off dating other people, changing, she's going from high school to college. And we also have to remember how much the relationship meant to Julie. I mean, she isn't just having a regular four month relationship. There's a reason that Ben is saying this is so intense and heavy. Mm -hmm. You know, they moved from a friendship where he was supporting her through, you know, a, a huge trauma in her life Mm -hmm. into a relationship. And then going through all the stuff with her mother. Um, to me, I, I just, and end her being just best friends with Felicity, which she wasn't at the, at the start of the year, like, mm-hmm. you know, they the relationship between Felicity and Julie has evolved as well. So when yeah. Julie, you know, started dating Ben, um, and really I, you know, I don't want to just say dating. I mean, they were moving in that direction, like almost from what, the first or second episode.
0: Yeah. But I don't, I don't let Julie off the hook because she always knew that Felicity had feelings for him. And through that whole setup of that relationship between Julie and Ben, she was like, Oh, Felicity though. And if you're feeling that way, that's another place I'd put the girl code for me. So I'm not, I'm not arguing with the fact that she's angry with Felicity or should be angry with Felicity. I'm saying Felicity should also been angry with her. In the beginning of the season and for me that would have been a line um for somebody to cross and so i'm, I'm putting more girl code lines where you have fewer but i think that I, I i absolutely don't fault julie for being angry but um this was a like i said i think it was a very risky relationship for her to get into thinking that it would be clean you know, like that, this wouldn't rear its head at some point. So but
1: again, at that point, Ben had never expressed interest in Felicity in front of Julie. So, but girl
0: code is girl code, right? So like, but it's There's not she can have code. a different feeling about how Ben's handling this. Um, what we're seeing here is the interaction between Felicity and and Julie. I don't know how full how Julie feels about how Ben handled it, but that's not really dealt with in this conversation. It's more, you know, the relationship between the, you know, Felicity and Julie and yeah, for me, um, I wouldn't have let Julie off the hook that early. I'm not letting Felicity off now, but I'm not letting Julie off the hook for what she did at the start of the season either. Um, and I think it, I don't know, it led to a world where, you know, feelings don't necessarily like, Hey, Hannah came back, you know, like after he had been, Noel had been pursuing Felicity for a while and we're sitting there saying, yeah, but it was, you know, those were really intense feelings. And that was a serious relationship and that, you know, like, but he was able to have feelings for two people and they were different, but he had them. And that was a point of confusion for him. So like, why couldn't that exist for Felicity too? Like, yeah, there's no, and there's Ben.
1: I mean, she can, um, but I, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to be saying it again, that I, I just feel like there's such a huge difference.
0: Yeah. Well, we're on an past. that's okay. I am interested to know, we'll have a couple other things to, to, uh, sort of close out on from this episode, but I am very interested to get listener feedback on yeah. all this stuff because, um, there's just a it's really messy. There's a lot of really messy stuff. Now, you know, if you again, if you're um a McLena fan, we want to hear from you too. But I think there's a lot more ground we've covered in some of this other stuff. <laughs> so um yeah, we would love to hear from people's perspectives on this. Um, you know. There's just so much messy relationship stuff across these four people. Um, But this brings us to the next messy thing because Julie just told Felicity, I told Noel all about it. Mm -hmm. So Felicity's next step on the apology tour is Noel's room.
1: Where I love the music, again. And all he really has to say to her is, I want to take it back and she doesn't really have anything to say she just gives it back
0: yeah he's just kind of packing kind of not looking at her but knows she's there kind of ignoring her but she knows he's ignoring her And so take it back okay
1: right. what else would you expect him to do though i mean he i think this is a better way to deal with it in the moment than to let like, fly off the handle um I mean, if he wants to have a conversation, he can have a conversation. We don't know what Julie told him. So I do think maybe he should have given her the benefit of the doubt and and heard it from felicity.
2: but so fresh yeah. right
0: now. I yeah. This is probably Noel's season-long worst nightmare coming true. I mean, how much of this season I mean, he's like, was mm-hmm. he like, "Don't, don't, don't look at Noel, Ben. Don't look at. Yeah. No, I don't need to hear about Ben. Don't tell me about Ben. I don't want to know about Ben." And then here it is, you know, the thing that he's been really conscious of this for so much of the season. Yeah. Even, you know, when they were leaving, when they were leaving school for the, for holiday break, yeah. and finally, and he's like, don't hook up with Ben. Um, you know, I, he's just been an end in the gimme, and you know, episode. I mean, for a lot of their relationship, Ben has been a looming presence. And oh, what was so he called? The unrequited uh, nightmare. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just. Ben has been ever-present on Noel's mind, which I don't know if that's meant to match how ever-present he's been on Felicity's mind. I don't think it is. I think that uh, he's been really a specter for Noel over this relationship. And um, and here it is. Yeah. You know, and she doesn't know
1: what to do or what to say. I mean... Had nothing been going on with Ben, this is a moment where, as Felicity, I probably would have been a little pissed. Like, hey, why are you just believing Julie? But unfortunately, she, she is considering Ben mm-hmm. as well. So it's she really doesn't have a leg to stand on there.
0: Yeah. He has been making overtures to try to get her attention and he kissed her and it wasn't a meaningless kiss. I mean, it was, it, this has been really, uh, he's had Felicity's attention and this is not, you know, yeah, and there's then, truth to this.
1: Yeah. Then we get to part of, well, I guess a little bit of a confusing thing. So, Felicity again, in in her quest for someone to replace Sally, has gone to find. Uh, Popolino. It, but it's not the same guy.
0: It is right? the same guy.
1: It's the same guy.
0: Mm-hmm. Popolino. Mm-hmm.
1: Did he change his? I don't know. Uh, maybe if I. You're was... right, if you're
0: going to ask me about changing clothing, I'm not. I'm not going to know. But it's <laughs> the same guy.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So she goes back, I guess, to this guy and she says i followed ben because he was a stranger and i don't understand what that means
0: um i think well oh i i'm all of the answers that i initially had to that were spoilers for upcoming seasons um i think well i can just not know yeah
1: They put a pin in that.
0: And I also don't know that she knows exactly what she meant by it, but we are going to unpack that big time. Um, Interesting. She, she needed some, she she needed, I think one of the things that's worth remembering about the pilot is that she was describing the feelings of depression Mm
2: -hmm.
0: when she was talking about leaving high school and she was at graduation and she's feeling nothing. She feels nothing about the future. And she's not, she's not looking forward to it. there's no anticipation. There's no joy. She's just feeling nothing. And then she has this exciting spark of a moment with Ben and she feels excited about the future. And Ben made that happen. He instigated that she doesn't really know Ben, but she was chasing the feeling. So Mm -hmm. I think, I don't know that she's able to fully unpack that statement here in this episode in this season, but I think part of what she was chasing may have been Ben the idea of Ben, but I think a really important thing that she was chasing was the feeling that she was alive for the first time in a while that she actually had hope for the future or was thinking about the future in a way that made her interested and stimulated her. So I think that has a little to do with it, okay. and she no doesn't have more intel than that, really, at this point. But you will have it later. Huh. Um,
1: but she talks about the year, you know, hopefully not being a loss or a waste of time, and and she's made friends, but kind of seems like she's blowing everything up now, so she's come into this guy to say, you know, I hope things are going to be okay. And, and he just continues to encourage her and says, you know, are you going to be an RA? Uh, Because you can actually give some good advice here. uh, Cause look at everything you've been through. Mm -hmm. And she sort of, Agrees, you know it. it, And for me, that's a bit where I come down on. Look, she's she's lived more life. She has learned things. She has changed. She's made friends. She's potentially lost friends.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, you know, and and I guess that is who you who you want to hear from. It's just. i don't know i look I don't know what kind of r a she's going to be i mean i we know that noel has not done good things for the r a s reputation and the world um but i don't know maybe after her summer she'll uh, she'll have a better sense of of how to advise others
0: mm-hmm yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, RAs are just like a year older than the people they're advising, right? Yes, <laughs> so I know. like, I don't know what expectations we should really have for what an RA can do. I think there are some people that are like wiser or like older souls than others who might make a natural advisor, but that may not be all the people who are RAs. So it's a, it's a tall order. I mean, I think if you really need like a therapist or if you really need a guidance counselor, maybe go to a professional, but I think it's good to have a peer who can be a sounding board. I do think, you know, she's seeing it like, I'm a wreck. Look at the situation I'm in. What a mess. He's like, well, yeah, but look at all the situations you've been in that you can give people thoughts about. So I think, you know, to that point point. and this, you know what, I'm going to roll right into my notes from an optimist here and let's just see how yeah. you dispute this one. Yeah. So personal growth, huh? Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, <laughs> I think. You know, you can, your mileage may vary on exactly how much every character grows. I think we will see all the characters grow independently of each other throughout the series. But when I look at pilot episode Felicity and Felicity was here Felicity, those feel like, yeah, it's the same human. And there are threads that are similar. Uh, she has been through a lot and she's been living life in this first, this first year in college. She was a, you know, she didn't really have people. She didn't have, friends. she just had her parents pretty much, it seemed like, and probably some teachers who encouraged her from time to time um, when she was in high school and now, you know, her world has some people in it. Her world has some peers. She has been a friend to some, she's received friendship. She has been in, you know, relationship now. And, um, she's just, I see her making decisions from a different place and a different type of confidence in her now than she might've had in the beginning. And I think that's what college can do for you. Uh, I don't know if everybody has that experience. I know that my freshman year was very eye-opening for me. But I, I think that, you know, we aren't meant to stay exactly as we are for our whole lives. I think it's great that she's had these new experiences. And I, I appreciate that um, there's a challenge of, of being, becoming a, a better version of you or a new, per- a new person or, a, you know, uh, making new decisions. And she's been taking it really head on. So I think I value personal growth of the people that I know and I value the personal growth that I see in Felicity, even if she's in a really messy situation right now, I think that she's a different person looking at it than she was at the start of freshman year.
1: Well, I do agree. Oh my God. It's it's amazing. It took us uh, a whole season, but you know, I do agree. Felicity has had a lot of growth and that's life. I mean, yeah. and it's the only way to grow, right? Is to experience life and to screw up on things or you know, um, put yourself
0: in new situations, scary yeah. situations often because you don't you've never experienced it before. So how would you know what you can do? Yeah. And she had a much more straightforward path in front of her in the pilot episode. You know, she would have had she would have been closer to home, she would have had the unrelenting support of her parents and probably a lot of input from them along the way. And she went really off that grid.
1: Yeah. And she was, I don't know if the word is wise, but definitely brave enough to to do that. Um, you know, she she was more impulsive in kind of thinking about it, but like recognizing that she wasn't happy and she didn't think she was gonna be happy continuing unless in this path and going out and finding something else i mean that is as that is a real life choice and yeah. it's one that i think has done her a lot of good um as of, just as a person and i think is very admirable um and i you know the even though ras are called i guess resident advisors I don't necessarily think they always have to advise. I think um, part of her journey has also been becoming more empathetic and a little less analytical um, around people, even though she does still remain a bit impulsive. Um, but not being so sort of inner focused, I feel like Felicity at the beginning of this episode was a lot more focused on kind of herself, and you know, as we've seen sort of going on and on, she's made these friendships that have really opened her up, and she is considering her actions and her um, what she says and the the effect that those things have and so I think as a resident advisor part of of what you're there for is kind of what you said, Melissa, which is you know appear to to listen to you know bounce ideas off of to yes, maybe advise in some situations, but maybe also just to hear you and be able to say, yeah, I've been through it too. Like this is a a decision you have to make for you, but you know, just someone who has been through it Mm -hmm. to be there with you. Um, So I, you know, I, I think she'll make a pretty good RA. I don't, Noel always seemed to want to fix things and never seemed to be able to.
0: Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. that certain know. Christmas tree comes to mind. A little, um, bit,
1: a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but, like a heater, heater in a room.
0: Yeah. There's a lot um, of stuff that hasn't really panned stuff out, that has that it? Didn't,
1: didn't get fixed.
0: Yeah, no. vending machines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was yeah. <sighs> How do you well, well, so we're not quite done with the action in this episode. So, Ben. Stops by again. <laughs> he has come back for her. He had driven away. He got as far as Harrisburg. And then he it's turned around okay. and came right back. Why you ask for her.
1: And he was going to give her some other reason. He was looking for another reason, mm-hmm. but he's Big speech he
0: just, with all this meaning.
1: Yeah. He can't come up with that, which I kind of like about him. You know, he's an action sort of guy. Uh he's like it's my action and and here's here's why and he's just real straightforward he's like look I mean for all the things that I can fault him for it doesn't seem like you know he is trying to give her some some big speech at this moment he's like look I wanted you to come you didn't and I still want you to come so I'm back
0: like I started the trip and it sucks like come on this trip (laughs)
1: uh and and he just can't (laughs) stop smiling he's just got that that stupid i'm a little boy grin on his face the whole time like look at what i did i came back
0: for you i'm such a good boy see the gesture yeah and he can't help how he feels he's he's putting on the charm once more as much as he can to say you this option is back on the table and then she's like (sighs) oh she gives him a really long and then he's like all right I see you're not ready to make the yes yet but I'll give you till 10.
1: Yeah because that worked so great last time yeah when he waited for her and then left um but okay he's gonna try it again
0: but she does and say before he leaves she's like I can't believe he came back it's like yeah
1: right and I made note of that I was like they both think It is the biggest deal in the world that he drove a couple hours and then turned around and came back. Mm -hmm. And it just shows you the things that have meaning when you're a freshman. It's like, oh. Well,
0: I do think that the gesture behind that, I mean, I tried leaving without you and this blows. So how about we do this again? And this time you come with me, (laughs) that would be better. better. Like I've just had the experience of doing this road trip without you and I didn't love it. So I think you know. There's that. But like
1: he had he had already said he wanted her to come. Yeah, like he did. He no point in here was he waffling on that. No, he was so, never waffling
0: on it. But now it's extra no confirmed. Like I tried it, it <laughs> failed. <laughs> and so I am here to make you come.
1: <laughs> yeah, and again. he doesn't know
0: all of the stuff that just happened. He has yeah. no idea. Well, no, he does know that Julie knew.
1: Yeah, but he doesn't know that all the stuff she just said and he doesn't know about Noel. And...
0: Yeah, that the Noel uh, option may be now off of the table. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he's not aware of all that. He did jet as soon as Julie found out, okay, uh, yeah, but it was time to go. And now he's back. Now he's back for all the stuff that comes with that, maybe. Yeah,
1: I, I mean, I don't know. Just her being, her saying, I can't believe you came back for me. is sort of, I don't know. It almost feels like he like went to war Mm -hmm. and stayed alive for her and then came back home to her. And she's like, I can't believe it. It was a little melodramatic for me, but I get it. You know what? Freshmen, they're melodramatic. It's cool.
0: Hey, I mean, this is a, this is a dynamic, this, you know. This was the guy who was a god to her at the start of this season. Yeah, I mean, it's you hard to not to it. notice, like, it would be hard if you're Felicity not to be like, hey, I remember nine months ago, I would have given my eye teeth for this guy yeah. to drive to Harrisburg and then turn around to get me <laughs> Like, like that he didn't want to do this trip. Without me, you know, like I don't know how you could be Felicity and not be remembering the version of you nine months ago that like this would have made your heart sing. Um, she's got to be feeling that a little. Yeah. In I mean, addition to the fact that this new version of her that's a little bit more balanced, um, mm-hmm. still pretty charmed
1: he's a he's a charming guy i guess when he when he turns it on you um i, so. I from the outside i'm just like blah but it's okay it's okay he's he's but and very effective for her and okay. that's who, that's the person who counts yeah. and so it's a huge deal that he came back to get her and so yeah,
2: she
1: has to 10. yeah and and so this is the moment where I think if they were really going to use Bolero in the, in to show this relationship, like, I guess this is the, I and mean, this is the last Ben and Felicity moment. So.
0: Well, but this isn't a climax either because they, the climax is the decision she makes, which is a cliffhanger. So but then they shouldn't have used Bolero. Well, I think the whole song builds until you get to the final part of it. But then you never get to the final part of it. But that's the cliffhanger. That's why everybody was scratching their heads and crying their eyes out for however many months. Um, Yeah. I mean, try listening to Bolero without listening to the last minute and then tell me it's not like watching this episode.
2: (laughs) I guarantee
1: you at any point, I can turn off Bolero and be just fine. Uh.
0: I don't know. Get a little Torval and Dean going and you're going to have a different experience with it.
1: You know i know how bolero ends um it's pretty much just the the repetition of what has happened uh, from the first to uh, the end getting slightly louder what?
0: So, so many more instruments so much that's intensity. what i'm saying oh.
1: that that is bolero it's literally repetition over and over and over and over again adding more and more and more and more to it so at any point, you can turn it off, and that would be- like, Oh, my God.
0: You know, oh, my gone. God. <laughs> <laughs> so, Fish has just poked a giant hole in a classic. That's fine. Um,
1: Look, I don't like classical music, okay. I will, especially symphonic music. I will come out. I will say that. That uh. is just who I am
0: well there you go I mean I guess this is all you know and you are in good company there are others who don't like the choice of Bolero I feel it is so appropriate for all the reasons that I've said but hey listeners how do you feel about Bolero we've thrown this question out once every hour of this episode and I'll just reiterate it here
1: I wish there was a way to do a poll. Maybe we can figure out how to do an Instagram poll on like.
0: I'll just ask people poll. on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, but
1: we can't just ask everybody. We can ask them, but, but usually we only get like a couple responses.
0: Yeah. But we'll, we'll, we'll put it out there for people and see what they, I mean, it's the same thing with a poll. <laughs> uh, yes or no. Do you like Bolero? Um, feel free to (laughs) jump in, anybody at all, any forum we will tell you, if. Hey, look, okay. This is a great time. We still have a little bit more to say about the episode, but if you want to send us your feedback, including whether or not you liked Bolero, how you feel about, (laughs) uh, how you feel about the Julie, uh, Felicity dynamic here. Uh, any other big questions we threw out, feel free to email us at themelissafish at gmail.com. It's Melissa with one L, two S's, Melissafish at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram if you prefer to tell us there for the world to see at Felicity Podcast. And since I'm doing this anyway, uh, hey, if you want to subscribe to our newsletter to let so that we can tell you when we've dropped a new episode, especially since we've got this little hiatus coming up here, you can find a link in the show notes to get to our newsletter there. So I did that housekeeping. Thought that would be a good time oh. to bring it in. Uh, yeah, but we want to
1: yeah. know how people feel about this. Yep. And, you know, feel free to reiterate or tell us for the first time where you come down on the Ben versus Noel debate.
0: Yeah. The, the, uh, the thing is, though, I feel like from the taking people's temperature so far, I feel like we've got more Ben fans. A um, Ben fans.
1: But let's, like, if you go back to this point in time, if you can remember the first time you saw this, At this moment, was it Ben or Noel? Not Mm. at the end of the season, not the end of the series. At this moment in time.
0: I think for me it was Ben, if I can remember correctly. Um, But I have a very different understanding of who Noel and Ben are after talking about these episodes in so much depth. And I think it's made me come Mm -hmm. down more on the Ben side. But... Yeah, and it's so
1: weird because I have been so staunchly like not I mean I I have really liked Ben and I've not been a great fan of Noel. But this is where I was like, maybe they are gonna switch because here's here's what Ben is offering her. Two weeks of maybe platonically, maybe fooling around a bit of driving, and then We're home and I kinda like you. Like Mm -hmm. that's it. Like that is end of offer,
2: right? Mm -hmm.
1: Here's what Noel is offering her. International trip to Berlin where he's paying for the tickets with a man who is, you know, at least equally as gorgeous and who is in love with you.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And who no one on the planet means more to him than you.
0: Yeah. But why is she still not saying she loves him back? I, you know, I I think that her ambivalence, not ambivalence, her, her, like, what should I do about this has a tie in to that somewhere.
1: But I'm just saying between the two of them, the better offer is coming from Noel. Now I I am not a hundred percent on she should go with Noel. I'm just saying between the two, that's the better offer. Like if if she could take one person and have them give the same offer,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you're taking the Noel version of that offer. So I guess it depends find on how out, you feel
0: about the guys,
1: right? And that's you the know. thing. And so it, we find out that Noel feels this way because he leaves a letter for Felicity and it has the tickets in them in the letter. And he says all this stuff in this note to her, you know, come to Berlin. I love you. You're everything to me. And basically he's going to wait at the airport and Ben's going to be waiting at the loft. Uh so She has these two options here that at the beginning, um, you know, she, she didn't know if she was going to, that, that all this, this was going to kind of happen. And mm-hmm. I, so I guess I can't really ruin other things. There are other shows where, and, and I think rightly so, the answer to this question would be fairly obvious, which mm-hmm. is I choose myself. You know, I'm not going to choose these guys. They can come back as a discussion point later. But, like, if I'm not 100% on board with either one of them, um, or, like, if I'm having these conflicting feelings over two days, you know, or if I want to save my friendship, like, whatever it is, like, I don't have to make the decision right now. But, you know, Felicity is not going to let us off. She is She is not going to to – Tell us that it's going to be a meaningless cliffhanger Mm -hmm. and that we'll come back and she will have just chosen herself.
0: Um, She didn't have to make a decision between Ben and all, but she does. Exactly. She's just not telling us what it is. And fair enough because an extra two weeks at home with her parents, like that's the better option. I mean, all right. I don't know. That's got its own baggage.
1: Yeah, it does. And I love the end, you know, the end of the scene here where she's got her voiceover and she's talking about the ant farm
0: mm-hmm. and,
1: and we see all these empty spaces that have been left behind going through the campus. And then it's, you know, what we've seen been happening this whole time, right. With everyone emptying out their space and the warm wood color and, You know this is where people have grown this is where they've lived for the year um they've built things like in their mind and their relationships and all of that and there's one little one little ant left Mm -hmm. and and she's she's making her way out
0: her Mm -hmm. name is moving greens of sand (laughs) yeah because all the other ants escaped from the ant farm
1: they
2: did
0: yeah well yeah it was a good metaphor and then we, we close it out with looking back at her closet wall where she's added her name to the bottom of the list of the people who've stayed in that room before. So she's another person that maybe somebody in the future will be wondering what happened to her. But we know. Yeah, we know. We, know. we got a chance. She got to in see a on. cab.
1: She got in a cab to a lovely Sarah McLaughlin song, which I was like, this is definitely the real music.
0: Mm-hmm. But I will um, remember you. It's not the only time they'll use that in this series. Sarah McLaughlin is definitely, uh, Statement. one of the people that you think about when you think about the show or at least the music of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. there's all that, but, you know, I think when you were saying that the Ben, what Ben is offering versus what Noel is offering in a way, I think that she's looking at the same sort of, I don't know, is she, is, is there a parallel here to the to the decision she was making in the pilot, like the, I'm not super excited about this path, but it's in front of me and it's stable and it's Palo Alto and it's, you know, everything's covered versus the, the mystery box, the throw it into disarray because there's something that excites you and build a life out of it. Um, is she making the same type of choice here? Because Noel is, representing the more stable choice the like he's covering the trip or at least her ticket he you know it's it makes sense it's the should and then you know ben like you said he's offering something really highly unstable and uh, and risky and that's exactly the choice she made in the pilot
1: it is um yeah, Or at least
0: that she had in front of her in the pilot.
1: Yeah, I mean, unlike the pilot, she does have a third option here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she could just go home.
0: This is just going to be staring in the face anyway, though. I think there's a, there's a, this isn't just a come on this trip with me that each of these guys are saying. This is a, I like you and I want to do something here. Uh, that's what Ben said. From Ben. And then there's a, I love you. And she's not saying it back. So like, she doesn't know, she doesn't know what this thing with Ben is. She kind of knows what this thing with Noel is. And she doesn't seem to be meeting him halfway. So the, there's, there's these two paths that are in front of her. And then, yeah, there's the, I could not take this trip with either of them, but she's going to be looking at the same decision. It's just kicking the can down the road. She's going to have to make this decision eventually. Like, is she just yeah. going to say, I'm going to date other people forever um, and never like get in, you know, like, I don't know. Cause she'd have to break up with Noel to do that. Or I don't know. They're not dating. They're not dating. What are they? They're not friends. What are they're their friends? They're friends. I don't know. They're more friends. I don't know what they are they're almost, anymore. They're almost her...
1: friend and girlfriend, according to them.
0: What is going on? <laughs> um, so I don't know. Technically they're friends who love each other. I don't know, but one of them says it and one of them doesn't. <laughs> like, is it more stable? It's twisted. It's weird. Uh, that's where they're at. Um, so
1: here's where I'm, I guess I'm coming down on this. So I mean, I think by the, like definitionally, I think the thing you should do word. is that, I don't know. It might be. I think the thing that you should do is in fact, the thing you should do. So I agree with you. I think she wants to go with Ben. Um, I don't necessarily think she should go with Noel because if she is not in love with him, mm-hmm. she should not go. Okay. And, but I think that, that desi- I don't think this should be an either or decision because she has had a relationship with Noel. Uh-huh. So she can come back to whatever this Ben thing is at another point in time. It's not that serious apparently from him. So you have one person that is in love with you and you need to deal with that. It's like, you know, have the conversations, do whatever. Don't go if you're not in love with him and you're not committed to this. You don't, don't do that. And if you are not in love with him and you know he's in love with you, you also should not be going on a road trip with Ben, who is his like worst nightmare. You also shouldn't be going on a road trip with Ben because he just had a breakup with your best friend all right yeah, and i, I get mean, that that is already blown up in her face yeah. but like going through with it does not seem like the best idea yeah um so i mean i think the julie and the Noel stuff
0: are in different different buckets because i think no you know it would be a different thing if they were actually in a relationship They are not. So she's not breaking up with him, but she she decides to go with Ben. They're not together. So this is basically her deciding, do I want to get together with Noel or do I not? Or am I not ready for that? I think it's different than if they are together now and then she's making this choice. Um, But for her, I think going to Berlin equals committing to more than Berlin. And Absolutely. I think going with Ben equals probably not committing to more than a road trip.
2: I don't
1: know for her, for him hard to say. Yeah, definitely not.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: for, for her, I don't know. She might be feeling it. It seems like she's feeling it more because you know, looking for meaning and all that stuff. But like, mm-hmm. look, is she like, is she covered if she goes with Ben? Yes. She's not dating Noel, but as a kind and caring person with someone who's in love with you and having been through the journey you have already with these two men, Mm -hmm. I think that the, the kind and, um, I won't say the word appropriate, but like the considerate, the right thing to do is not to, to jump in the car with Ben yeah um i think come back to that you know the guy's driving across country for two weeks mm-hmm. you know, you're gonna see him in palo alto after that like yeah deal with your Noel stuff first have a few phone calls like you know write him an email whatever it is and then take some time you know see if maybe i doubt julie's gonna answer anything all right try to be friendly with Ben see what happens over the summer I'm not saying you know if it grows into something over the summer that's another story mm-hmm. um and, and she from a Noel perspective she is fully in her rights to do that because again they are not together
2: mm-hmm.
1: from a Julie perspective um, but look if she's gonna do it she's gonna do it yeah now What do I think she actually does? I I think there's so many things pointing to Ben at this point that it would be, I mean, I can't imagine she doesn't go with him.
0: Well, we'll find you and I will get to this in, what, four weeks? Um, Where you'll get your questions answered about what happens next and you know there's three more seasons of the show so what happens next well there may be more beyond that so but yeah I I
2: mean
0: I mean I think do I want to think of a world where we're all just doing what we should do even if it's not what we want to do I don't know um I think that at some point she needs to explore like what's motivating her. And I think she needs to make decisions for herself. It would be nice if she could have uh, like diplomatic and sort of massage the relationships around it and the process. This, you know, this is happening really fast. So there isn't much opportunity to do that. And everybody's now going their separate ways for the summer. And I know what that's like in college where it's just like, okay, bye. Uh, (laughs) and You're all gone. And then you come back. And it's like, oh, what happened in your life the last three months? Great. Um, And maybe you were keeping in touch, but like with where she is with Julie, probably not. So it's it's um, it's very much like you know the roads diverge, and then they maybe come back together. So it's uh, you know there's a time limit on these decisions, and here and here we are. We're at the cliffhanger. So. That's where that
1: is. I think if she goes with Noel, that's the worst possible choice. If, if she is not actually in love with him, I think that's the worst possible choice.
0: If she's not, and yeah, if she's not in love with him, I, we just.
1: And I don't think she could be in love with him in, at least in the way he's in love with her, given how many times she has
0: like, decided not to respond yeah. when he says love yeah i no, mean
1: and flip-flopped between him and ben and like had Ben kissing her where she had an out-of-body experience and like i don't know it didn't it does not seem like yeah that she feels that he is the most important person on the planet to her
0: i find it very interesting that in her tapes to sally she keeps, or in in her tape to Sally or in the documentary, she could be like, I love him. And she cannot say it to his face that we've seen. And I don't know what that is for her. I don't know where that that reticence is coming from.
1: I mean, has she, she probably never said it to anyone in a romantic way before because it's only been Noel.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: So, she even know what love really means?
0: Well, but she's saying it in her private thoughts. And yeah. the documentary wasn't exactly private, but it was sort of private. you know it wasn't she was saying it to him. she was saying it in interview. Yeah. So she is using the word, but not to the person who needs to hear it if it's going to be effective. So what's stopping her? You know, I don't know. I don't know what's stopping her from saying it in these moments but there is a disconnect between what she seems to be thinking in her head and what she's willing to say in a conversation with him. I don't know, but this, you know, making a decision, like I said, I think making a decision to go to Berlin is making a decision to a lot more than that. It's, it's a bigger commitment than two weeks in Berlin.
1: Yeah. And I think she, this might come back to that, Um, a quote that you used to really like and don't like anymore about like if the one to be loved more
0: oh if equal affection cannot be let the more loving one be me yeah
1: Yeah. because in the in the case of ben that's probably her and in the case of noel that's probably noel Mm. right yeah so Look, I mean, I'm just going to go with like life advice here. And this is purely from my perspective. If you've got a choice, pick the person who loves you more. (laughs) That's my view. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it'd be great if we could all be equal, but that's not a thing. Hmm. Um, And not for everyone. Um, And like, because the other way, uh, you're going to end up getting hurt.
0: Yeah, you'll probably end up getting hurt. I think if somebody loves you more and you're not feeling it at all, that I wouldn't want
2: somebody to get all. trapped in
0: that. But no, no. yeah, I think. Um, okay, fair point. Well, look, nor- we often have another segment here. We, we used to do Sally stuff. Sally's nowhere to be found. What Sally said, we have no idea. Uh, what What the glove? Did they say we were thinking about it? But we we kind of figured we were, gonna we're going to talk about it. yeah Yeah,
2: we've
1: been going pretty long on these
0: yeah and we gave you we gave you quite the memorable what the glove did they say last time so I feel like you know we've set up this device and we're not doing it for this episode does that sound like anything to you Fish? and
1: Melissa is totally fine with it she's she's totally rolling with this uh, I'm not I at her all
0: feeling it that Felicity talks to Sally thrice in this episode, <laughs> twice in the beginning, once at the end, Sally still not responding.
1: Yeah. This
0: I mean, Sally's,
1: Sally's probably thinking about how to do different what the globe moments and then doesn't deliver on those either.
0: Yeah. So, Hey, if you were looking for that, you're not going to get it from us. And maybe that feels a little (laughs) bit like how I've been feeling all this time. I don't know. I don't know if anybody was really that, that uh, is going to be upset about it, but you know what? It's the, this is a long podcast episode. We know it, you know it. Um, (laughs) It's okay. But I did, instead of that, I wanted to mention a couple of pieces of audience feedback that I thought were appropriate for right now. And I thought I'd do one null one Ben. Hey. Uh, cause that's about where we are now. I'm going to start with the no one. We have at Mary Tribbiani on Instagram. Mary, it's been a while since you wrote this. Thanks for being patient. Uh, this felt like the time. Okay, Mary. So Mary said, every time I rewatch the show at first, I'm in love with Ben. Then I realized that I'd love to spend the rest of my life with a man like Noel He's a lovely nerd with a super charming smile. I love how he treats women and how he listens to women. Also, I think that I'm a mess just like Ben. I'm scared of getting attached and I run away from relationships so it wouldn't work out with him. Ciao from Italy. So that's you that, you know, Mary's Got not just looking more. for Felicity and Noel. She's looking for Mary and Noel. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of where you are <laughs> with this fish in the beginning of this podcast when we did this way, you know, first pilot episode. Yeah. Um, you were like you wanted it to be fish and mm-hmm. uh but you've got competition. <laughs> <laughs> now I also wanted to reference. Uh, I'm going back to the Allison Atwater treatise on Ben, and I'm mm-hmm. um, okay. So here's what Allison says. Ben's season one seduction was a bit problematic given Ben's relationship with Julie and Felicity's relationship with Julie. But I do not think that Julie should have been shocked. She knew what she was, uh, she knew she was walking into the middle of something between the two of them. Felicity and Ben's first argument at his front door should have cued her in. That argument was far too passionate for two people who are just friends. At any rate, Ben's season one seduction is charming. And I'm going to skip the rest of that sentence because it's. spoiler Spoiler? um you got to be careful with Allison's treatise you know uh but I'm doing my best to to get the moments that I need and then save the other ones for later but yeah I want to you know everybody who's shared feedback with us thank you so much we love hearing your takes on the show um and you know this was a chance to see a little bit of Noel and a little bit of Ben
1: yeah it's it's really nice um we get to read all of your feedback, and Melissa does vet it for me, so I'm allowed to allowed to read the stuff that uh, that doesn't spoil things for me going forward. So I continue not to know what's going to happen uh,
0: as much as possible.
1: As much as possible, yeah. And mm-hmm. sometimes I also forget um, stuff that that did get spoiled for me. So you know, I'm back to square one again um but it's just really nice it's really nice um when you guys write in and we get to learn all kinds of new things about the show and about you and you know things that you like about the show or maybe didn't like as much um that's that's part of this wonderful experience that we're having here doing this podcast it really it makes makes it worth it for us to do
0: also not for nothing but mary in italy we have a worldwide listenership I'm
1: very excited. It's very true. I mean, apparently yes. there are a ton of people that love Felicity in Australia.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, just a shout out to all of those people because we, we are loving the, the strong listenership in Australia. Yeah. And uh, and few in Canada, one in Mexico, a couple in Israel. I mean, just sort of all over. Uh-huh. So that, is, that has been wonderful.
0: Yeah, it's been really cool to see Felicity made its way into all kinds of places. And I would also be interested to hear from those who live in other countries that don't have, cause you know, this is a show based on an American university system and you know, four years of college and it really tracks with my college experience in terms of the, the setting and the lifestyle of it all. But I would be really interested to hear from people whose college experiences were culturally very different. Tell us how, uh, I know that has nothing to do with Felicity, but like what, you know, I, I'd love to know like how would this have wor- worked in your country um, or where you went to school?
1: Yeah, if, I mean, anywhere who, anyone who had kind of a different experience for college or maybe didn't go or, um, you know, went and did something else. Um, I would just love to hear, you know, what about the show resonates with you you know what is sort of universal um about this and and maybe uh, different types of relationships or people that that speak to you
0: yeah yeah i like that well okay fish we've been going for so long here why don't we just go ahead and rate this episode and uh give people our impression i'm really wondering where you're landing on this one yeah which
1: is why i'm i'm gonna kick it to you first you're
0: gonna ask me to do it first okay Well, I'm not going to help you because this is uh, like our feelings about this episode are so different. So my rating probably won't be very informative to you, but so unit of measurement, I'm going to go ahead and rate this one in tickets to Berlin. And that is a shout out to Colleen Tenbus, Uh, you know, you know, Um, so tickets (laughs) to Berlin. I'm going 9.4 out of 10.
2: Oh, all right.
0: Mm -hmm. and I'm not ashamed of it and most of what I took off for this episode is the fact that we've had literally three times that Felicity talks to Sally and Sally's nowhere to be found um (laughs) if you're gonna stop doing this device stop doing it all the way (laughs) (laughs) you know it's like to be ignored like this is just not right so okay but um you know, there's that. I think I am naturally going to feel more excited about this episode because I love Ben and Felicity and I, uh, I find their moments, um, I don't know, really compelling in this episode. So if I think, I don't know how, how this episode lands if you're a Null fan, but it lands pretty well for me if I'm into the Ben and Felicity of it all. Um, so there's that. Uh, and for me, it's mostly a pretty clean episode, barring that one device and my question about the passport, getting the passport in a few days, which you certainly helped to clarify that a little bit, Fish. So that, that made me feel a bit better. There's certain things like also just slightly like, uh, okay, we just heard that Lynn and Nicole broke up and we're never going to see him again all -hmm. right um I don't feel bad about Nicole because we didn't know Nicole well but we have been seeing a lot of Lynn and he has been developing a relationship with Julie and I realize that contracts probably have a lot to do with this makes sense but I you know it would be nice if we didn't have such an important character just suddenly like off of our screens with just a casual throwaway, throwaway line about it. Just um,
1: continue swimming.
0: How do I really want to answer that question?
1: You can also say pass. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna spoil.
0: I'm gonna spoil that the swim the swim program will be. Uh, what's the word I want? Cancelled. Um, oh. Cut. Wow. Okay. The whole program.
1: Well, I guess that that would explain Lynn then. All right.
0: It's not like right away, but uh, it's going to be a season two thing. So, I mean, how big a spoiler is that really? And he's not swimming anymore. Uh, I don't know. But that's, you know, a a reason not to have Lynn back. But Lynn has existed outside outside of swimming for a while. He's been more a feature of Epstein Barr for a while we've yeah, barely would seen be... any footage of, of Ben swimming
1: yeah it would be more of a like if they wanted to get rid of Lynn that could be an easy way to say oh we transfer to we can swim at another school I guess but they no, probably they don't, don't bother. do that
0: though they just yeah. don't bother
1: no
0: they just didn't maybe they didn't want to have to keep going back to pools to shoot um there there Go will on. I mean it won't be the last scene in a pool that we're going to get that we've had in this season but It's, you know, we're on the road to that. So it's probably one reason why they don't have Lynn back, but you don't need a pool to have Lynn. Lynn's been at Epstein bar for a while. Lynn's been at open mic nights. Lynn's now friends with Julie. There's just like, you know, a lot of reason for Lynn. I mean,
1: plus it's Lynn. It's Lynn. Lynn. We
0: love Lynn. But that's neither here nor there because we're not going to get any more of them.
1: Well, (laughs) it doesn't matter anymore because that's it.
0: So all of Uh, that to say, my rating is 9.4 out of 10 tickets to Berlin.
1: Yay. Um, Okay. So here's the thing with me. Um, I I love the way this whole episode was shot. I mean, I really, really like that. And I think it's probably my favorite episode from that perspective. Oh. Wow. Um, seeing, seeing the different scenes and the way they went through them and the sets and um, just some very artistic moments, I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And I liked all but one song and even most of that song, um, other than it's, the issues i had with it in that one scene Mm -hmm. i'm pretty good pretty good with the music now that one scene is going to cost him but you know Mm -hmm. generally like that the other thing is although you know i've i am coming down on the side of what felicity should or shouldn't be doing and things like that this is a show about a person and people are not perfect And I like seeing things about, you know, what happens in other people's lives. And if everybody was doing what they should all the time, like you said, like that would not be an interesting show. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Um, So, and it gives us stuff to talk about. So for me, uh, I am going to put this one at a nine out of 10.
0: Wow. Uh, I did not think you were going to go that high.
1: I, I really like this one. I will say the things that cost it are that Bolero moment because the first kiss.
0: mm. I was Um, so nervous that because of your feedback from the last episode, I was very nervous that you were going to find the dilemma. Unbelievable because the Ben stuff seemed to come out of magic for you, was really, really worried that this wouldn't land for you at all.
1: Yeah. So for me, I, I think that, you know, they did kind of try to throw it away at the beginning, Mm -hmm. um, where they were like, oh, you know, maybe it's, it's here because of the magic spot. And then they just stopped talking about it. So I felt a little bit better about that. And the fact that, that Ben's feelings aren't, like undying love towards Felicity and her feelings aren't undying love towards him, Mm -hmm. you know, that made that a lot better for me. The fact that it is way more casual than a, you know, super love spell and that, you know, they are just, you know, rising sophomores and she's looking at, at plans for a couple of weeks over the summer right Mm -hmm. it's not like she's jumping into this relationship full steam with Mm -hmm. Ben and so once you get rid of the magic device and you take a step back from it being so intense and like just out of nowhere and it really is just sort of a look Ben's ended his relationship you know, looks like Noel is getting really heavy over here. And maybe that's not what Felicity is looking for either. There's this opportunity to go across country together. All of a sudden, them kind of maybe making that choice and flirting with each other doesn't seem so unrealistic. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I'm okay with it from that perspective. Had they continued Thank goodness. Yeah, with the magic thing, then that would not have gone well for me. Yeah, I was worried.
0: I was worried when I heard your take, because I was like, if you can't believe that as a starting point, then where do we go from here? Because I knew that they were going to be setting up for this. Yeah, And if you don't believe the, if you don't. If she's got two, let's say two options in front of her, really there's a third of, you know, choose yourself, but she's taken that off the table for us by the end of this episode. So if you consider that she's got two options in front in front of her, Ben or Noel, but if you think the Ben one is totally contrived because of that device, this would yeah. fall apart so fast. So thank goodness they did enough in this episode to help you buy into the premise that these are two plausible options
1: yeah I honestly think they just could have removed the magic from the last episode
2: Mm
0: -hmm. they
1: didn't need it it was completely unnecessary it could have been just what I just said yeah Ben wants to get out of his relationship Felicity isn't necessarily feeling hers plus Ben's coming on to her like that's it like you don't need magic
0: (laughs) yeah well I guess it's you know for whatever it's worth, these are creative showrunners. They've done a bunch of episodes that are just a little bit different. You know they they did um, they did the fugue episode, which had a different structure. They did the finally episode had a different structure and the timestamps that they did. The yeah, um, but it's not magic. force. No, it's not magic, but they but they've been trying different things from a stylistic standpoint you know in 22 episodes there's probably uh maybe a quarter or just under that of like offbeat. we're gonna try this out type of stuff so you know some of it lands some of it doesn't documentary they did that um it's all different
1: well I'm fine with the different styles for me though either magic exists or it doesn't yeah. And, and for such a major plot point that doesn't need it. Yeah. Don't manufacture it out of yeah. nowhere and blame it on magic.
0: That muddied the water for you in a way that yeah. it was really unfortunate because, um, you know, they tried to undo that here. They tried to give us some lines about, you know, Oh, I've been wanting to do this for a long time. And like, like, yeah. you know, like they're, they're trying to put more of a sense of this wasn't just from a magical moment lines in this one but you felt so strong about that that I I'm I'm relieved to hear that they did enough in this Mm -hmm. one to to come back from that
1: yeah the enough was just saying kind of it didn't happen yeah because they're not in love like everything they said happened in the other show just like it didn't Mm -hmm. according to the like the magic part of it
2: yeah.
0: There is
1: no love spell. They're not in love. That had nothing to do with anything. It's gone. So yeah. now that it's gone, I'm cool.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I'm, whew, thank goodness. All right. So we've got a nine out of ten gloves for you. 9.4 out of ten tickets to Berlin for me. That's where we landed with this one. That was probably our strongest episode then. Could be. I think so. Uh, we had some yeah. that got close, but I think that's, I think Probably the one that's closest after this was let's see, season one, episode thirteen. Tom O'Kay. Um, Tom O'Kay part one. Yep. Yep. So that was, I'm just doing the quick math on that. I'd say that was the closest. And I'd say probably the second closest would be connections. We both rated that go Pretty through And don't go
1: through all of them because you're just gonna ruin it for our our. Special summary, spectacular.
0: That's right. So, what are we doing from here? I mean, this was the end of season one. First of all, fish, can you believe it? We made it. Season one. End of season one.
1: Cannot believe it. When we started
0: this thing out, we had like one and a half hour (laughs) (laughs) podcast.
1: It's been like we're going on like three and a half hours now, I think.
0: At least I don't even know where <laughs> we are with this one. Like, and and listeners, just know that we've really thought about these milestone moments we're hitting. When we when we bridged two hours, we were like, Cool, is that too much? Like, Actually, one and a half was a tipping point for you, fish. You are like, Oh one. no. Okay, one. one. Yeah, one and then one and a half. Then we hit two. We're like, oh, we can't. And now we're at like thirty-seven hour podcasts, and we're fine with it because the people who are, are we, still listening at this point, you really must be really
2: invested. Yeah,
1: I'm not a hundred percent fine with it. I feel like I feel like we should have shorter podcasts.
0: We probably should, lie. but I don't know if we know how to do that. So we'll try. <laughs> we'll give it our best efforts. Look, hey you know, this is what happens when we talk. Okay. Yeah, That's These are ends.
1: actual, like our conversations are never, what, less than four hours.
0: Yeah. We're, we have like a three to four hour runtime and we're talking about whatever. So, you know, yeah. add in a show with lots of stuff, you know, yeah. we just have a lot of work to do. We have a lot of thoughts that we had, we have to articulate them <laughs> somehow. And, you know, and in addition to that, sometimes we talk about random things like, Bags of dead rabbits that you tickle that have nothing to do with the show.
1: But are um, very important to life.
0: Yeah. Sometimes Fish explains songs to me, mm-hmm. like The Escape. Uh, mm-hmm. These things happen, and we, we need to be on the same page for you. So thank you to everybody who listens to every minute of our podcasts. And for those who have said they've been glad for the longer run times because they want more Melissa and Fish, we're honored. <laughs> we are honored. Those of you who and surprised, are, yeah, aren't listening still wouldn't even know to fight me on this. Uh, <laughs> like those people who are like, you should have shorter podcasts. They stop listening an hour in. Uh, that's fine. That's okay. Yeah. But we're here for your felicity takes at great length.
1: So we are going to yes. take a bunch of this information that we have gathered and talked about, uh, and, and put it all together for you for next week.
0: Yeah, we're going to do it a little differently. It's not, we're not going to attempt to go back through our notes exactly. We have some different challenges we put to each other in terms of things we want to summarize, um, lists we want to build. So it's going to be a very different type of show, but I think it'll be a good chance to sort of sit with season one and say what happened overall, what was the journey? What was the experience? What sticks out to us? So I'm looking forward to doing that actually. Yep.
1: And then we will take a little two week break, have some, some summer fun, uh, take a little vacation from the podcast Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, re reinvigorate ourselves uh, for season two.
0: Not that I need reinvigoration. I'm very excited about (laughs) where where, where we are. And I feel like we're just hitting our stride. We're the best we've ever been. Um, (laughs) I, I have occasionally, uh, you know, I'll tell fish my notes on the show, which is always we're adorable. And my comments that were adorable have only gotten more fervent in recent episodes. So um, episode.
1: Yeah. We are more adorable. And we're just more adorable. Last.
0: How could we be more adorable than we were last time? I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, so that's where we're at. I don't need reinvigoration, but we're still going to take the two week break. So I hope you all enjoy that time as well. If you wish, you had more fish, and also we've got plenty of podcasts to listen back to. We've got many, many. You could probably spend many a whole hours. day listening. I to us. think
1: so. More than a day because there's twenty two episodes. And I don't think more than what five
0: are an hour or less. Yeah. So you can, <laughs> ha- you can spend at least two days listening to us, I would Probably. say. Um, and when we come back after next week's recap episode and the two week break, then we'll get back into season two, episode one, which will be sophomoric. Ah, so
1: aptly named.
0: Aptly named indeed. But hey, Fish, if, if, is there any chance that there's something we meant to say that we didn't in this one?
1: I can't imagine.
0: That would be virtually <laughs> impossible at this <laughs> point. Um, we've just spent like 10 minutes talking about how long our podcasts are. So well, how about we just close it out? Let's do, it. do um, it. Yep. Until next time, Fish, don't hook up with Ben while I'm gone. I'm the Fish. Bye.
1: Bye, everyone.